You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about The Bride and Seed of Chucky. You no trouble. Me, fifth element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Welcome to the podcast. We're your host. I am Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, cinematographer Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? I am doing good, sir. We also have costume designer Kristen Jones. Hello, hello. And DP, director of photography, Mike Griggs. Griggs! Sorry. <laughs> hey, hey. Wait, that wasn't Griggs. What's going on here? <laughs> All right. First up, Bride of Chucky. This was my first Chucky film in theaters. Did you guys see this in theaters? Uh, no, I saw it four days ago. No, I think I saw it on USA. <laughs> it's one of the ones I played over and over and over again. I think I've seen pieces of it before. Um, first time uh, viewing. Really? I mean, this was yeah. a big thing when this came out. It, it had one of those like soundtracks, kind of like The Crow, and I remember everybody talking about it, like, oh, yeah, this is a, this is a good rock and roll soundtrack, man, <laughs> with Rob Zombie when he was cool. Oh, yeah, because he, he did the titles. Opening titles, yeah. I remember being very excited when this came out because there was a woman in it, and there was like a little evil doll, and I like a female evil doll, and I was like, "Yes, I'm gonna go see that." And I didn't. My mom wouldn't let me. But (laughs) she's like, "Fucking has an evil doll. I've got to (laughs) go." It's way more interesting than like you know an evil boy doll. Like who cares? They're all evil boy dolls. Like finally, there's a girl doll. Are you saying that all boy dolls are evil? I think I think there are more girl dolls in the world than there are boy dolls. No, I, evil, evil dolls. I know. I'm just oh, saying. Man. So, so you're right. So, if there is a boy doll, it's got to be evil. That's not true. <laughs> Listen, don't talk about GI Joe like that, okay? It's, <laughs> it's not cool. Those are action figures. Those are action figures. Until they get to the larger size ones, then they become dolls. Then they become evil dolls. No, they're yeah, twelve-inch right. action figures at that point. Uh, no, super no. figures. Come on, let, 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 hold up. Wait, let's, wait, wait. Okay, so wait, is, wait, is wait, Chucky wait. an action figure or is he a doll? 
I mean, we're four movies oh, in he, now. Okay. I need this no, question no, no. answered. Look, I can answer this as an authority on dolls. Oh, um, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> edge of my seat. Literally, edge of my seat. Right okay, now. Well, what makes one something an action figure is that it can stand and move when you pose it. So Chucky is not an action figure because he's like a floppy doll. I mean... He does have like movable arms, but he can't like stand on his own. He can only stand because he's like evil and alive. That's to say because he there's there's times when they you know he turned a corner and he's just standing there, you know. Yeah, he's not supposed to <laughs> do that. He's evil, so you know they, they don't do that enough in these in these newer films. What, they, where they're they just they, standing? They don't treat him like a doll. You know, mm. like you know they're just kind of yeah. I, like in the first one, like there's a scene where you know he's just in the scene. You know, and and you're they're walking around. You're waiting for him to to attack or whatever. They don't do that a lot in the in the later ones. It seems. Oh well, they didn't really do it after the first one, really. I mean, they did it a little bit in the third, but the second one, he didn't do it at all. And not, yeah. at this point, he's basically a character. He's not a doll yeah. anymore. Right. I feel like after the first one, like like with the genius of like this is a brand new thing. Like, can you really even win with that gag again? Like, does it even work again? Yeah, I think it would be really cool, especially because he's like trying to kill this kid, and this kid like could be freaking out, even though and it's just a doll sitting there, and every adult is just like, "There's, it's a doll." It's like, "What are you talking about?" Uh, uh, they like I said, they do it a little. I guess they do it a little bit in the second one, and a little bit in the third one. But like, there could be so much more to that. But I don't yeah. think they want to have it as like a, you know, a mental illness thing. They want to make it a murderous doll thing, so they went that route instead. Is that the difference between like a slasher film genre versus like the suspense thriller side of things? I would say yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still just trying to understand the genre. But you know what's weird is like sometimes they are dolls, kinda. Even like if you got if you run up and you pick them up and you know you're gonna jerk them out of the room. But for some reason, especially in these these ones that we're talking about today, there, there's a lot of blood involved. So you or, or they open them up in the back and you can see the you know their guts and all that kind of stuff. So you'd think they'd oh, be yeah. they'd be heavier than a doll because they have all and they like eat now, more apparently. dense. Yeah, like you know I don't know if you'd be able to like pick them up and throw them around like a rag doll if they've actually full of bone and blood and they're still little and so you can pick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, clearly think, Jared like... has never thrown around a child. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, no, no. I like pick them up like by their arm and like drag them around when they're like fifty or sixty pounds. <laughs> I don't think he's like that heavy yet. He's like the size of a toddler. You can carry toddlers, and I would recommend throwing them around. But I think that you jerk could them by the really arm and like smack to. them on the coffee table as you exit the room. Uh, so not okay. Kids, quick, come downstairs. I have something I need to test. <laughs> this is what CPS looks for when they're called out to a location. Like it this, happens. This is, yep. Don't smother your kids. <laughs> <laughs> Things, I, uh, you know, I thought we'd go in a lot of weird directions on this podcast, <laughs> but uh, you, know, you guys always surprise me. <laughs> it's just weird. Like, you know, you, if you watch all of these a, in one go, your brain starts to go in, di- in different ways when you, when you see them. I mean, I think you're, you're, you're veering back into like the questions of logic again. Which we've done three times now, and and every time we go into the wait, does this make sense logically? Like, yeah, I mean, king of logic. It's... I'm really curious. <laughs> I'm really really curious. So when Chucky is killed, 
it seems like his spirit sometimes leaves his body because sometimes they have to do the voodoo ritual to call him back. So I'm wondering if he's just like dormant and the voodoo ritual is just for show because people don't know how it works or did he die and they're reviving him because don't they need like to switch a host? Like, wasn't that the whole point? And the first one was that you needed. And so what, what are they switching? Like, where are they calling his spirit from yeah like why can't they just get like uh uh, any person off the street and like do the voodoo ritual to them why does it have to be this doll again yeah yeah i don't know i don't yeah that's a good question maybe because that's the form he died in i don't know i'm I'm making excuses for this film but (laughs) i like the idea of his spirit just staying dormant and the doll like he's cursed to stay there forever but i don't think that's what they were trying to do with it but that's what i picked up yeah um, it's weird that he's like in an evidence locker with the same, you know, they have like really low rent versions of all the other like horror masters like stuff in there as well. I like, that hey, hey, you should definitely think about all these things. And now we're coming back to our movie. Yeah, but like they're not even like film accurate props. They're like you went down to the, you know, Party City and bought them yeah. and stuck them in that they're case. Definitely they're definitely made in Japan knockoffs. Or, or is that the next movie? Sorry. At this point in horror history, though, that's kind of accurate. Like. This movie got really? greenlit, yeah, because Scream revitalized the slasher genre. The slashers were kind of dead. Like, Child's Play uh, 2 and 3, that was kind of the end of slasher movies. They were, they were just, just a joke at that point. I think we had Leprechaun that came out, you know, in the early 90s. You're looking good. Yeah, and we're, we're, just, we're mean... just done as a genre then. And then Scream came back. I feel like if you're going to and... be a, killing, a genre-killing movie, those two deserve to be genre-killing movies. <laughs> <laughs> that's just my that's my opinion on those movies but continue brian but yeah so. scream came out it was kind of fun and it took a meta you know it took meta humor it was very self-referential not only of itself but of other horror movies and you can kind of see the influence on this film and i don't know jason and freddie fucking even leatherface and like, there's even a pinhead joke in this when they hit john yeah, uh, yeah. john ritter yeah. in the face you know, these guys were just reminds me of somebody. Yeah. Right. (laughs) They were just kind of jokes at this point. Like they weren't, they were all direct to video. I don't know. It's kind of like the filmmakers taking a, taking a little stab at those other slasher movies. They were direct to video. Well, not, not the Freddy's and and Jay, but I'm about to say Freddy and Jason never went to, but I mean, Leatherface, man, like, oh my God. Uh, (laughs) I don't think three ever made it to theaters. If it did, it was very short Four. Even with Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger, I think, is in that. Wow. Still didn't make it to theaters. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, that's kind of where the genre was at that time. Not all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, so, this is, this is the first one that I've liked um, since the first one. Like, two and three, as far as I'm concerned, fuck them. Like if, if this was the second movie, Holy crap. if you if we went from from the first Child's Play Ooh, to Bride jump. of Chucky, I would be very okay with it because like immediately the tone is is dark and somber, but also a little bit meta and self referential, and it's it's fun again. Like the third one sucked so much; it just wasn't fun. This one was fucking fun, man. Do you need to go back and listen to the podcast if you're talking about the third one? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I all do. I know is in the first five <laughs> minutes, I was like, "All right, this is immediately better than the last one." Yeah, because there's a director that knows how to block <laughs> action, and he's working with his cinematographer, and they're staging it correctly. Like, regardless of what you think of this movie's tone, like it's competently made. Oh, yes, no doubt, very yeah. much so, and that's yeah, evident totally from the that. first shot. 
Yeah, it's 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 very refreshing, dude. What was the budget on this one, Brian? Oh, what was the budget? Uh, well, it was twenty five million. Damn. So this was the biggest budget, uh, and it made so, 50 so they million paid for worldwide. people who knew what they were doing this time. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, they got, they got Ronnie Yu from uh, Hong Kong. Uh, he came yeah. in. This was, I think this was his first American movie, I think. Was it the DP? No, that's the director. The director. Oh, the director. Same okay. director who did uh, Freddy vs. Jason. So you can kind of see the, the You style. can see that. Yeah. E- even in the music choices. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> Fucking most late 90s goddamn soundtrack of all time. Yeah. Living yeah. dead girl. It's uh, it's totally like uh, on the nose, you know. <laughs> well, Ronnie, you also directed Fearless, which I freaking love. So, oh, yeah. I don't think I've seen I mean, that if, one. If you're gonna do Jet a Jet Li movie, and oh, a Chucky okay, movie, yeah, like you it's know, time. competent. That's that's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, he's definitely got a sense of humor about him. Mm. Apparently, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think you, I think you have to, to to do a Chucky film, especially at this point. When they were completely rebranding the the franchise, completely changing it, so it, it was time to do that. It was. You I mean, you couldn't bring back Andy. Wasn't this like eight years, ten years after the last one? Even though it's only supposed to take place like a month later in movie time or whatever. Yeah, Child's Play three was ninety one. This was ninety eight. So okay, it was, yeah, it was only supposed to be a month between three and 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 this one in That's time. What I heard. Yeah. Wow, long month. Well. <laughs> No, I think it would be longer because uh, she makes a reference about how she's uh, been looking for was, it for ten years. Yeah, for ten years. Yeah, yeah, but the the third one. I mean, Andy, Andy was, was like sixteen, and in the first oh, one, he was okay. like eight, right? Yeah. So, so if she's been looking for him for ten years, maybe this was like a year or two after the third one. But still, she hasn't seen him since he died. Right. And that was in the first one, and then in the that third the one, 80s. the kid was like sixteen, so fifteen, sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. That is correct. That's well. It sounds right. <laughs> back of the napkin math. Back of the m- napkin math. Yeah, like you, you're in a restaurant, and you flip over a napkin, and you write a couple of things down because you're back of the who envelope do- math. Whatever. Who do- Whatever. Who does that? Grace? I don't do this kind of math. <laughs> Wait, you do neither math? do I. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they say, Griggs? Math is power. <laughs> no, pizza is power. Oh, that's right. What'd you guys think of these? Uh, these human characters in this film. Jennifer Tilly? Jennifer Tilly oh, freaking kills it. Catherine like, Michael. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, you're talking about Jennifer Tilly's life? I was more like, thinking you know, about as the high schoolers or oh, okay. whatever, however old they're supposed to be. They're supposed John to be Ritter school. and uh, Catherine Heigl and, and then whomever this dude is. John Ritter, the douchebag uncle or somebody. Yeah, What's uncle. his relation? Uncle. uncle. He's an uncle. Yes, yeah. but they kept calling him. When you turn 18, you can go to hell for all I care. <laughs> Man, what a dick. But you're not going to ever get laid. Not in my he's house. Like, you're, he's like, you're not fucking her anymore. Well, you know, or, you know, or at least not anymore. Or whatever. Man, what a douche. <laughs> he is a douche. I mean, no, no that's, yeah, that's true. That's true. But they, I feel like that they're trying, again, to give you reasons to, like, to root, root for, for him to be killed. Right. Twice. That first one was wicked, man. Yeah, it was. That, yeah, that's when was. that's when you knew that you were in a cartoon. Yeah. Now. I mean, yeah. they, they've taken it, the physics of the deaths to, to the whole new level. Hold on. I think you knew that you were in a cartoon when you had the whole, <laughs> like, voodoo sex scene 
and the like there's a lot going on and if, uh, yeah I, th- I think I think as soon as Jennifer Tilly's character is introduced, you're like, oh, this is a different movie. Okay. Yes, very much so. What's up with her boyfriend uh, at the beginning of the film? Who's like, <laughs> oh, my really God. her boyfriend. Oh, that guy was, he was a lot. He was, he was a lot. He's, he's, like, a, he's like a sweet goth, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's like, oh, let me let me get my my fingernail polish out. Now let me look like a dead body, and then, hey, will you have sex with me? Look, I killed this guy. <laughs> he's like a serial killer in training or what? whatever. What kind of relationship <laughs> is this? I mean, clearly she has a passion, and she would like to find someone who shares that with her. And he's just like making all of this up in order to have sex with her. He's just using her. So I don't think that anyone, he's not sweet. This is what we call abusive, like a manipulative person. Okay. Mm, Yeah, you're right. It it fixes the uh, getaway driver from the first movie, too. It's like, no, serial killers need people in their lives as well. Yeah. It's true. They're they're people, too. Okay. (laughs) They're people, too. Just got to slay together. <laughs> or murder or whatever. If we slay together, we lay together. <laughs> it's, it's an addiction like any other, okay? They just, they need a, they need a 12-step program, and we'll be fine. Sorry, that's the next movie. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't jump ahead, Griggsy. <laughs> I will say the goth guy probably got, like, the biggest burn ever, like, on Chucky, though. Like, I, I, well, I, I guess, like, biggest manhandling uh, moment. Like, everyone else has been grabbing Chucky, hitting his face against door frames or grabbing him by the hair. And this guy, like, picks him up and just humps him. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> you're dead, dude. You're, you're gone. Yeah, dude. Chucky's yep. not going to handle that. I did like the the uh, the playpen that she, like, locks him in. That was that was, uh, that was a good touch. Yeah, that was for Because it was though. like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it makes me wonder why did that, why did that exist? <laughs> She uh, she makes a reference to how she's babysitting, so maybe that's how like she maybe that's she, how she deals she, with it. Babysits. Is, she has a playpen. Look, with a she lock lives on in it. a trailer. Okay, you have to economize your space, that's and true. so sometimes the playpen has to go underneath the table. I think you know. And you put padlocks on most of your tables, or is that just well, you know, like if there's like a high area. tornado area? Oh, okay. No, know? so you're yeah, just being yeah. safe. I get it. that makes. <laughs> Lock up it's your economical. <laughs> she leaves and the tornado comes and it's like the people in the, in the third class and in the Titanic they're behind the <laughs> gate going no <laughs> Oh man Yeah that padlock was fucking creepy <laughs> Oh man yeah It's one of those things you think about when you're watching the movie you're just like oh wait 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 that was the kids crib that's what she said that's oh wait yeah. a minute Yeah <laughs> And it's it's just in there, you know. You got to get the subtext of it. <laughs> there's not it's a lot the of subtext in this movie. No, <laughs> no she, she's a crazy serial killer, you know, who's keeping it in the family. Well, no, she's just a crazy serial killer who just revived her dead ex serial killer in a doll form. I mean, you because know. she spent ten years obsessing over her assumption of him giving you her know, a ring. I that will was a say. Lot. Hold on. All right. Look, hold on. Let me defend crazy women for a second because. <laughs> no one's attacking crazy women here. I just want to establish that before you feel the need to defend them. Yeah, they, put it out there, Griggs. No, no, we weren't saying anything. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, well, I actually don't know how obsessed she was over him because she seems to be. She doesn't seem to be super crazy. Yes, she was hung up on him. And yes, she was like 
you know, I, I wouldn't necessarily attribute all of like the voodoo and all the articles because it seems like she was into that before he died. Like if that happened afterwards, like then we can talk about crazy women for a second. But like, I feel like she was pretty crazy beforehand and it had nothing to do with him. He was just like a really great match. And then yes, I would agree with that came and was like, you know, himself. She was like, you know what? I'm over this. And she just puts him in a playpen and she goes about <laughs> life. Like, I feel like this is how you move on. And I feel like this is a great example of you can still be crazy, but not have to settle for like the only crazy person, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think 10 years is, later, she's got the tattoo. She's not moving on. Yeah, wait. She put him in the playpen to torture him, right? Like, isn't that I don't that? think because she she's intended the last... to keep him forever. I feel like she was going to get rid of him at some point. She's not going to keep no, him. No, I, f- I feel like she spent the last 10 years trying to find him because she was under the impression that they had something. And then as soon as he's able to talk and she realizes that that was all bullshit in her mind, she's like, fuck this. I'm done with it. I'm going right. to deal with you tomorrow. Right. And then he, out of spite, then makes her into the doll as well. Right. Like, it, it totally makes sense. And sure. I really appreciate that. Like, that that immediately gives depth to the character over the course of one scene. Yeah. Well, that's all I'm saying is, like, I feel, I guess maybe a better statement would be, I feel like, uh, and all of the Chucky movies do this, the women characters are very well-rounded. They're not one-dimensional. <laughs> that is very true. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so she's not just like this crazy, obsessed person. She's, I feel like they actually did a really good job of making her like a whole like human being who you know, has some issues. But I'm not going to say the only reason this is probably a, you know, happening is, well, it, it is probably the reason. The, the screenwriter's a homosexual. So I'm sure, like, he's giving everybody oh, a little bit of okay. their, you know, a little bit of character development, a little That's bit of their place. Yeah. No, it's interesting because of the because of the gay character that I, that I didn't really like. I mean, that, you know, you, sp- you play, sp- yeah, oh, you're going to college on a sports, a sports scholarship? Oh, yeah. Oh, ice figure, figure skating. <laughs> oh no, he was he was very gay from like the second he walked into the door and the fact that the da- that the uncle had to ask like four questions to even come close to figuring it out. I mean, it was 1998, I get it, but I, yeah, I'm actually thinking just thinking about that it's the time. You know, I guess that that is pretty edgy for the time maybe. Uh, yeah. today, I don't know if it had been if it would have played out the same with 2020 eyes. No, I don't, yeah, it, it it would be very different. I mean, you can see the difference in seat of Chucky. Um and that was like what, four, five years later, maybe six. So, yeah, I mean, you know, once you make things commonplace and people can accept them, you can do other things. I don't know. I do. I do. Going back to your human question, um, I thought Catherine Heigl and her little boyfriend were at first they were really annoying. Then, <laughs> as they began to suspect each other for murder and continue to escalate, I was like, oh, this is this is a great way to. <laughs> Yeah, have their relationship yeah. play. <laughs> I like when they bring their friend in on it. They yeah. both call him. They're like, "I think she's <laughs> fucking insane," and, and he's like, <laughs> and she's like, "I think he's, I think he's killing people or whatever." Man, that, that's that's a cool that's a cool little turn on their on their relationship. It's a nice beat in the film. Oh, I was gonna say it's also really great when the friend shows up and is like, "You two yeah. just need to talk it out," and then he sees John Ritter and is like, "Pulls a gun." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like he brought the gun expecting something bad to be happening that was that was and a good he little no, he's, he's, he's he's yeah. yeah yeah he, he pulled the he pulled the gun from yeah. the top yeah okay i thought chucky had jason ritter's gun John man oh, now no, john Ritt, wow thank you john ritter's gun <laughs> where is christ <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> sorry wherever uh 
freaking Chucky got his guns. I don't know. Him and Tiffany, they both pull out guns in that scene, and that's not explained. <laughs> oh, um, and I will also <laughs> say the other thing that, uh, again, Catherine Heigl's character started off super boring and um, sort of one-dimensional, but then like she totally punches the cop in the face, and I was like, wow, I would not yeah. see this coming, but I'm here for it. <laughs> In, in today's age, she'd have been shot and killed instantly. I mean, she is a <laughs> white girl, too white for so way yeah, too white for that. Yeah, they probably would have gunned down her boyfriend, but not her. <laughs> can we say this? <laughs> yeah, you can say whatever you want. I mean, this is a movie where the chief of police is trying to plant weed Just into his, into the car, okay. and that's why he dies right. in the first place. Oh so. yeah, that's right. Chucky gets high. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, yeah, yes. and, and you know it's insane because he, he gets high, but like then they instantly have a scene where they're where they're hiding and no one smells the weed. Right, right. The weed, weed in this world doesn't have a smell. No. I, I, mean, I, think, I think because <laughs> because they knew that most people at the time, you know, I mean, weed has still been around forever, but more people smoke it now than possibly did then. Maybe this no one would would think about the smell. I know well, my mother wouldn't know wouldn't know it. Well, hold up, the, the cop is looking for the planted drugs in that scene, so why would he give a fuck if? The van smelled like weed or not? Because it smells different if it's lit. No, no, no. Why, why would right Catherine Heigl and the boyfriend get into the van and not be like, "Oh, it smells like, like weed in here, like crazy"? Yeah, she makes one comment later to the uh, to the gay friend about like, "Oh, it's it's his." Socks. I thought they he, were smoking. He leaves dirty clothes back. I thought no, they were smoking. They never the, knew the weed was in there. Oh, hold on, but I thought they were the dolls were smoking the weed though when they got pulled over by the cop, right? Don't they? No, it was after. It was in between. It was after yeah. that scene. The, car, the van had been sitting so, there. Yeah, they get pulled over. And then o- he cuts back, and now they're smoking inside the van. Right. They get pulled over, and then they smoke the weed, and the car blows up, right? So, no, like, I think that weed smoking happens before that. Doesn't it happen bef- like before they – after they – uh, Does it happen Ritter? at John Ritter's I'm house? totally lost with it. Doesn't now, it happen yeah. at John Ritter's house? No, it happens in the van. No, I mean, like, when the van is outside John Ritter's house. Where's the van located is what we want to know. <laughs> yeah. When, what are the surroundings? Like, when he, when he goes to pick up Catherine Heigl, and uh, he's like, marry me, let's run away. And then he, like, run off, I guess, to get, like, a bag of her clothes. Like, 500 bucks, let's get married. Yeah, because right, that's right. a lot. You can put, get an Down apartment payment on the apartment. We're good uh-huh. to go. For, like, what, a week? He's like, run away from everything. I'm going to have $1,000 when we get there. <laughs> you have no idea. Oh, you know, I to be that. fair, I mean, I've done that. I've with way less than that. I've run off to cities with way less than that. So, like, it can be done. I don't recommend it. But wow, wow, Kristen, that's a conversation I want to hear later. Thanks. I, I'm full of stories. So <laughs> I, I wrote it down in my notes. Yeah, it, Chucky smokes weed from the time that they get pulled over by the cop. They get out of the car. Right, Chucky. Back. Chucky is in the back seat of the van smoking the weed, right? Right. Then the cop comes into the car. He searches the car. So doesn't smell the weed. Doesn't smell the weed, but he's looking for drugs anyway that his boss planted there. Right. So I don't know why he would be like even making a big deal out of that because he should be looking for the weed, right? Right. And then the cop blows up. So you're you're saying that the kids should have been panicked when they got back in the car and been like, "Hey, wait, you smell weed." After that, they should explosion? have also noticed that the that the damn uh, that the airbag had exploded. You can't just put an airbag back in 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 a, in a dude. You ever seen an airbag that's exploded? They thought the dead body in the backseat was dirty socks. Obviously, their sense of smell is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm giving this one a pass. 
Uh, that whole scene's ridiculous, but yeah. This whole movie ridiculous, is ridiculous, yes, but it, it moves I mean, so fast that, like, you, I don't think you have time to, like, to process it. these things. Yeah. These are things you can think about later, and the fact that we are thinking about them and talking about them later, to me, illustrates how good this is. Because in the moment, you're just like, about you're, it, you're going with it, though. But, well, like... I think it really illustrates how innocent they are because, especially the guy, Catherine Heigl has more spunk to her than he does because she punches a couple of people, but he is just like very chill and probably, I don't know, plays football or something boring like that. And <laughs> like, they're like, they're just like very like innocent, naive people. And so if they see something out of place and they're about to do this really big thing, right? They're about to run away and get married. And so I think that they're just. Like, if something's out of place, it's not like they're going to be like, wait, was someone in our car? <laughs> What's going on? They're just going to be like, oh, that's weird. And keep moving because nothing bad has really ever happened to them at this up to this point. Yeah, they're making giant life decisions and their adrenaline is going and they're not thinking about any any tiny little things. They're They're overwhelmed emotionally, I'm sure, about this major decision that they're making. The fact... It, there's no way that they would notice tiny little things like, oh, it smells like someone smoked weed. Which I theoretically wouldn't know what it smells like because I've never spoken before. Because it smells like Christmas in here. <laughs> <laughs> you got, you Chris, Christmas at Pepe Le Pew's house. What's going on? Christmas where? At Pepe Le Pew's house. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, the skunk. <laughs> Brian? Yes, I remember. <laughs> oh. But back to Catherine Heigl punching the cop earlier. I did appreciate that she starts as this sort of one dimensional, like, oh, you know exactly who she is. And then she's just like, fuck you to the cop and punches him in the face. And you're immediately like, oh, no, Whoa. this chick has like depth. Like she's she's not just whatever I'm supposed to expect her to be. Like that was actually really fun. Man, I, I hated all the human characters in this with the exception of uh, I, I really love Jennifer Tilly. I think she's great in the beginning. She's fantastic. She's so funny. The, the actor that's playing the gay friend, he was great. Uh, John Ritter was good. But I mean, he didn't. He had like what two scenes? Eh. Yeah, but it was and it was cool to see him not being a nice guy. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. true. I'll give you that. Just him. Yeah, that that's totally uh, out of character for him. I would say. What did you think about the thieving couple at the honeymooners hotel? Um, the first thing I thought actually had nothing to do with the couple. It was wow. How does this hotel manage to have water beds? Yeah, <laughs> and awesome make it remotely sanitary. Yeah, like. I love the waterbeds, though. Like, they're just sitting there, like, floating. That was the (laughs) nicest uh, shitty seedy hotel that I've ever seen, like, in any movie. You haven't been to Albert's cabins. No, I'm saying, like, in any movie where (laughs) it's supposed to be, like, this shitty, like, oh, we just got married. Now let's go to this nice hotel over here. Air quotes. That's how they do it in Niagara Falls. Hell yeah, man. They do it right. I've been to Niagara Falls. I haven't gotten married in Niagara Falls, but I've been to Niagara Falls. (laughs) And I didn't see any hotels like that. That's all I'm trying to say. No, there was one in Superman. I don't know if they had the the, the water bed, though. No, it was a (laughs) heart-shaped bed. With the the mirror on top? Yes. And, and you know, (laughs) that was at Niagara Falls. Oh, my God. It clearly Uh, exists. All right. right. (laughs) It exists, man. Oh, my gosh. That water room. Point to Jaren. It's the 90s. So, like, water beds were in. Like, this makes sense. I I buy that. I knew people that had water bed. I never had one. I had one. Okay, but All right. But but serious question. Would you go to a motel... And walk into a room and see that it's a waterbed and still want to, like, stay in that room. 
Oh, you're, not you you're not like <laughs> you're not like laying on the water. It's not like a pool. Like there's I sheets know, and it's stuff. Just, uh... It's just like any other like thing that you're laying on. <laughs> are are waterbeds comfortable? <laughs> yes, it's like floating on water, but like with a blanket. It's cool. D- it depends like on really, how you sleep. If are they really like hot? A side like sleeper, I imagine them being it very hot. Yeah, there's no airflow at all. I don't it's remember terrible. them being. I don't remember having problems with mm. my temperature. <laughs> If you're into water beds, give us a dr- email at themoviecrew <laughs> at gmail.com. Backslash water beds. how you feel. <laughs> give us your water bed stories. Okay, like, uh, no, but like, I mean, I don't know how I would feel like as like an adult on my honeymoon, but like I was like a kid when I had one. And so like, you know, I don't, they're, they're fun. I don't know. It's, I'd, I would have popped it. I, I was a kid that was always taking shit apart. No, because like, you can jump. Stuff up. No, you like jump like, on it, and it's like a, it's a water bed, so it like makes waves. And you, like, that's awesome. It's like, it's like living in Water World. This bed doesn't move right. You just all right, no, Mike. I no think one, you need to have some like no. some sort Looking of like dry experience. <laughs> oh come on! I was reaching uh, for that one. There's Dennis Hopper on a jet oh, ski. Damn it! <laughs> Don't smoke in the water bed. <laughs> Smokers. <laughs> Go back and listen to that episode. It was great. Oh, but the reason I bring this up, the reason I bring the the couple up is because I feel like that couple, that stereotypical couple was in like every 90s movies and like they were there to be like to laugh at, but there weren't like really like, you know, movies made about them. And I'm really only thinking of, oh God, uh, that Christmas movie with the guy. Hold on. National Lampoon's uh, Christmas Vacation and his neighbor. Yeah, yeah, there are a lot of them, but uh, I was thinking like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and he has like the snotty neighbor and husband and I don't know, they just reminded me a lot. It's that oh, yeah, yeah, couple yeah. dynamic yeah. of like a snooty, like they're usually brunette, which I think is rude, whatever. The burbs. Brunette. Um, But like, well, uh, yeah, they're, they're all, they're, they're in a lot of 90s movies and I just. Yeah, I can totally see that. Yeah, it took me a while to, to place what you're talking about, but yeah, yeah. The snotty neighbors in Christmas vacation. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's spot on. <laughs> that is that. Yeah, that is. Uh, although I, yeah, I don't know if I like that. I like their death scene, but man, that CGI kind of fucks it up a little bit. With the glass, con- the shards of the mirror it's coming vicious, down. Though. It is. It's, it's a cool. It's it a cool is, death. It is pretty vicious. Um, I feel like that none of that would ever happen because I've shattered mirrors, and that's not how the glass lands. But like, also, I thought it was <laughs> super cool. And that was my favorite, like, death scene. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> he's just looking down at all the blood <laughs> yeah, and the water like, and the glass. <laughs> his mouth's just hanging open. He's like, <gasps> his blood's all over his face and it's in his mouth. He's just like, <gasps> yeah, that was yeah. great. It was yeah. so great. That was definitely in the moment where you're like, yeah, oh, and these it, two are perfect for each other. Somehow, yeah, like, they pop the waterbed, too, and so it's just, like, waves of bloody water. Like, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, All over their feet. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's, it's a beautiful moment, like, honestly. Do you have a rubber? Tiff, I am made of rubber. <laughs> Baby. I thought you were made of plastic. Wait, wait, aren't rubber. you made of plastic? <laughs> kiss me. So good. Just kiss me. <laughs> You're like so... making out, like. I can handle puppet ass, but the puppet tongue, man. Like, <laughs> what came? What came first, Team America or this? Uh, oh, this. Yeah, I would this. have to Team say America was like 2005, 2008, something like that. It's much later. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
We can rank our puppet sex uh, later. <laughs> <laughs> the best puppet sex scene. And the Oscar for the best puppet sex scene goes to. <laughs> uh, hopefully there's not more than... Uh, well, I was going to say, we need to also add in Avenue Q for talking puppet sex. They have a good puppet sex. But it's not a movie. It's like on Broadway. So I don't know if that counts. Oh, on Broadway. I think that should double count. You know? <laughs> Because it's live <laughs> yeah, in the moment. It's live. <laughs> it's definitely. Are the puppets really big? Just want to make sure I'm not missing anything. Um, no, I feel like the puppets are like normal. I don't know. They're like space tag. Like, Chucky okay. size. I don't know. Maybe like slightly bigger than Chucky. Interesting. Uh, I don't know. I, I have to compare. Like, like when Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> of a grown man wearing a mascot <laughs> just pulling his yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lars and the real girl on Avenue Q <laughs> oh man uh, I don't think I've got this tickled on the podcast in a while uh, woo. thank you guys for that you're welcome Brian it is 2020 everyone deserves to laugh this much <laughs> What the hell are you even talking about? God damn, man. Um, Bride of Chucky. Lost my complete train of thought. We were talking about the whole honeymoon scene, but we can move it to the graveyard scene if you would prefer. Yeah, and can we talk about how how they retcon um, Chucky being killed in in Chicago to him being killed in Hackensack, New Jersey? Because wasn't the first movie in Chicago? We had a whole conversation yeah. about it yeah. being cold in yeah. Chicago, and now they're like, "Well, he was he was killed outside of New York, and he's buried in Hackensack, New Jersey." He's from New Jersey, no, the... so that's why he's buried there. Yeah, he's from New Jersey. He was okay. In Chicago I swear that they died. they were like he was killed in Hackensack, New Jersey, and he's no, buried no, he's just, in a he's just cemetery. Buried, there. He's just buried where he's from. You know. Okay, so all right, so I misconstrued that. All right, that makes a little yeah. bit more sense. They shipped his body so his mom would like have some more degree, probably. Yeah, it's very thoughtful of them. <laughs> I mean, serial killers have mothers too. Look, like, they true. have like a family. Like, I don't know why people don't think about this. Think Multiple murderers of, have like, have mothers too. Family of serial killers, you know, you're going always going out to eat and stuff, and they're looking at you like, "What did you do wrong? <laughs> How did you create this monster? Did you guys breastfeed or did you use bottles? What was going on? Oh. <laughs> they're trying to like, they just like new mothers walking up like, I was wondering, cloth diapers or should we do the uh, the disposable? You guys ever seen We Need to Talk About Kevin? That's the, no, that's half no. that movie. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like wow. the yeah. mom going through, uh, like her son's like one of the Columbine shooters kind of thing. And it's her living in the town after that incident wow. happened. Wow. No, I did see a documentary. About the children of the like Nazi guards and everything, and how they coped with the fact that their fathers like executed thousands wow. of people. That's that really dark. We can talk about that, I think, more in the next movie. I totally, it totally <laughs> fits. Mm, yeah, kind of does. <laughs> wow, foreshadowing for the next half of the podcast. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> but until then, the graveyard scene. I did really like. Um, it doesn't make any sense, but there's like all these like, what is it like wheat? Is that wheat in the graveyard? The stops. Oh yeah, it, yeah. Something I don't like know. That, right? I don't know why it was there, but it looked so cool <laughs> with all the little puppets, <laughs> all the little dolls walking around. 
because they're kind it was of... just an excuse to have something in the foreground i think i mean i'm sure but like it works look, it, look, it works most good. cemeteries are well kept they have like a groundskeeper yeah. plus you have all the families yep. that come in to like put flowers on the graves and everything so they shouldn't be that overgrown but it looked really cool i liked it a lot it's probably a soundstage I oh mean, yeah pro- probably but yeah, it yeah. <laughs> still looks cool yeah it was great <laughs> yeah that whole end looked like a, a soundstage with a with a a giant hole for where thinking, the yeah. uh, the grave was being exhumed. I think that's really funny. It was like, like really wide. <laughs> it was it was like why would you why would you go to all this work? And it was one you... fucking guy with no, like no. a shovel. It's, it's like, like he's been no out backhoe. here for three days. There's no yeah. He's just like <laughs> I'm gonna make those walls perfectly straight so we the, we can stand next to it. Like, we could put seventeen caskets in this hole. <laughs> No, no one would go to that much trouble to get one freaking yeah, body. You know, if you're going to do a job, oh. take pride in it. <laughs> I like when that's they it, put Chucky it. down in there and he's like running around like a, like a maniac. And then the cop comes up and he's like, oh, oh what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what he says, but he's like, whoa, whoa. Shit. That motherfucker comes out of nowhere at the end of this movie. He is like in yeah, one yeah. Like, news report. And they're just like, oh, no, he's, he's in three or like every time he's on the news. It's that guy with the dude next to him, like trying to give away way too much information for an active murder case. <laughs> like he's like, um, I'm going to tell you that there's something happening. We're working on it, and the other guy's like, Yeah, this motherfucker over here, he's like doing stuff. And he's like, he's like, dial it back, man. Dial it back. Like we're trying to trying to figure it out. We're trying to contain the situation here. <laughs> but what, why does he show up at the gravesite though? I don't know. Yeah, apparently, he, he, he was he, also he, following. He's the on same the case, clues. dude. He's on the case. But why would he go to the gravesite? Like, well, okay, because they were gonna maybe the time lapse. We just didn't get it because they were gonna begin exhuming his body at dawn, and so maybe it was like I don't know five thirty, and so they were just there a little early. You know, they wanted to enjoy their coffee before they open the coffin. That's definitely how I enjoy my coffee. I mean, if that's coffee what your job it. is, like, you know, take some time for yourself, just like a minute. You know, yeah, you don't want to yeah. rush. You know, you know, you it's gotta. True. You got to center yourself before you exhume bodies. Well, especially because, I mean, I thought this was really cool. They were like, oh, we actually found Charlie Ray's prints at all of these sites. And I was like, finally, someone is doing their job. And so. (laughs) Yeah. Can we talk about that? How do we have how do we go from a joke about Chucky being rubber slash plastic to then like four scenes later, we're getting fingerprints from those same he turns rubber human. slash plastic be- fingers. He's yeah, becoming he's, human. He's not rubber. So he, That's he's the leaving joke. fingerprints now? I don't want to spoil this for you, but he has a baby at the end of this because he's not a doll anymore. <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's what I was saying. It doesn't make any sense that you could pick him up and fling them around like a doll when they have blood and guts and fingerprints. Fingerprints. <laughs> that's it. They've got to weigh 80 pounds. He's becoming a real boy. <laughs> Son, get and your doll that was and bring the whole yourself thing. down here. Like, I don't know how tall he is, but like short little he's kids. He's as tall as a he's as tall as a, as a third grader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like three and a half feet My tall. My point is, you can pick up kids and carry them around. Okay, not not like that. <laughs> Jed, Jed, just not manhandling children, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just pick them up by the, 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 the hair, and you you take them in the car. You I throw them in the car seat. <laughs> you shut the door Go on their head. Look, look, look. 
<laughs> Don't go shake watch your a kids. mom with her kid. I guarantee you she's going to grab that kid by the arm and yank him over because he did something totally wrong. True, no. Look, this is this is just how it works, okay? No. Like they're they're not, they're not as heavy as kids you and think, kids okay? in overalls, you pick them up by the back of the overall and That's it's really the whole not point that of much having different. overalls cuz you got yeah. handles. <laughs> like get over here. It's like you pick up a, ki- a kitten by the back of their neck cuz like you, that's the way they're mi- it's it's you the could same put thing. A leash yeah, on the overalls is the same deal. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> I'm glad we got this straightened out here. Child versus doll. What is the proper, uh, you know, <laughs> physics here? I don't know. I think they would have pulled a little bit more weight in their arm. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Let's let's talk about them retconning uh, this medallion thing with a really oh, yeah, bad Photoshop. That, that he was buried <laughs> with it or whatever. It's a really bad Photoshop. In the newspaper it's like, article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like a shot from the first movie where they went in and just like put in this medallion around his neck. They don't even try to hide it. It's just like full out in front of his neck. He's like, yeah. wait a minute. He, he, look, he looks like fucking. Yeah. Like, he looks like fucking Dracula. Like, <laughs> the fucking giant medallion around his neck. Like those shitty like store bought costumes. <laughs> you always get the yeah. medallion. Yes. Yeah, it's terrible. Oh, I got to do the widow's peak. It was nice of them to bury him with that medallion as well. It was. It was like, like he was a mason or some shit. They put his apron on him or whatever. Yeah. Why didn't they lock that up in evidence? Like, yeah, it's weird. His mom probably requested it. Like, she was probably voodoo. Like, <laughs> that was his favorite thing. It's like a family heirloom, you know? That was supposed to be a locket. It was the heart of Dimbala. <laughs> she put her picture on the back. <laughs> no, that's the incantation. <laughs> we'll get to that, too. What? That fucking bullshit. <laughs> Don't talk about his mom like that. That's just rude. Oh, she wrote that down. She wrote that on the back of the fucking thing and then put it in there in the coffin so maybe it would bring him back if it just laid on his heart. Like, you know, that's where it came from. That's what the next Chucky movie's about, his mom. <laughs> she was the woman who was spread eagle in the, on the wall in the, in the first one. See, I was thinking that was oh Jennifer God. Tilly. I was like, when Jennifer Tilly tied no, up. No, that was his mom. I mean, look, That's too much. I'm happy That's with that. Much. Like, we can go in a lot of different ways with this. But when <laughs> Jennifer Tilly tied up the dude, I was like, oh, that's what that sex wall was about. Okay. It could be. Yeah, she was familiar with all of those <laughs> for sure. That's why she instantly went in and, and tried to do a three-way with, uh, <laughs> with him and her goth boyfriend. <laughs> Or maybe he was just going to be the sacrifice to bring him back and give him his bloodlust. His bloodlust. <laughs> it's not the size. It's what you do with it that counts. <laughs> with the exorcist uh, head turn. Oh, man. Priceless. Oh, that, was that was great. great. That was a that good was moment good. for sure. Oh, so many good so many good moments, man. I really enjoyed this movie. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It is. It's excellent. So much fun. Are we at ratings, guys? Man, it felt like it just naturally went there, Brian. <laughs> Where you got, what are you guys rating? Bride of Chucky. I want to give this a nine. Whoa, coming out strong. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is definitely my favorite so far. Uh it it everything it wants to do, Wait, I feel like favorite it does. of the sequels or favorite period? Favorite period. We haven't seen like, them all yet, but so uh, far, so far. Yeah, okay. So no, far. Yeah, yeah. I said so far. Everything this movie wants to do, it does balls to the wall. And I appreciate all of it. There's it doesn't it doesn't hold back in the moments when it's when it's trying to do something outlandish, uh, and I feel like all of that hits pretty well. Um, the cinematography is really good. The the blocking and the staging of of the characters are really really good. Um, 
even the writing is is kind of back to that wittiness that I would have expected after the first one. And and not comparing, but comparing, going from the second and then to the third one, like this is just so much more fun that it it kind of it doesn't feel like a refresher. It feels like what the what I wanted the second one to be. <clears throat> I'm gonna give this movie a solid eight. I, I think this movie is really, really enjoyable. Um I, <laughs> the the character <laughs> I don't know. I like the first one so much that like it just feels it feels like they they're trying to be too 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 marketing, you know what I mean? Like it like they're trying to they they know this feels like a money grab to me, which is the only reason why I'm knocking. I'm not saying it, it's it, it's not a 9, it's not a 10. Like I I do like it a lot. I it just why can't we have sequels that are like on par with the originals, you know, that keep the same tone and like carry it and make it like, you know, I don't know. It's not how but it was time. Work. I know that's not how sequels work, but and it was time in in this in this franchise to kind of like you know you had to take it a different direction. So it, it's still really solid. I, I think it's really cool. Um, yeah, it's an eight. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So it's like they made another movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought this was a great movie. I thought all of the characters were really fun and really interesting. Even the boring ones had something to offer beyond just dying. And the death <laughs> scenes were fun. Um, the whole movie was fun. Everything looked really beautiful. And I loved Jennifer Tilly in this. So I'm going to... And Chucky was fun too because I feel like sometimes he gets um, annoying. Uh, but he was really fun in this. <laughs> and so I'm actually going to give this a 10 because I, I think this is ju- uh, this is just as good as the original, but in a completely different way. I, I guess I have to agree with that. I, I, I do understand, like, Jared, where you're coming from with, like, you know, th- this is such a, a tonal de- departure, especially from even two and three. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of crazy. Uh, but at the same time, it, this is really fun. It's really good. It's well-paced. Yeah. I just, man, I I really hate the fucking teenage characters in this, and like every time they're on screen, I'm just like, please take me back to Tiffany and Chucky because they're so much fun and they're they're manic, insane, like fucked up love story. I'm just loving every second of it. It's something you don't, I don't know, you don't see it every day, and I don't know. I I think I guess I'm gonna go eight. Uh, just th- those kids, just like fucking, just destroy the fucking every scene they're in i'm just like god damn it fucking okay. shut up go to the go to the <laughs> dolls go to the dolls they can act <laughs> they can act <sighs> those kids just can't act oh like at least he could do the dishes for you like are you reading that off a fucking cue card like come on no man he that's a callback from earlier brian <sighs> yes. why does she have to say it like she's fucking dead inside because You're- she's terrified that dolls have kidnapped her and her husband and they're driving to a cemetery to become dead like they're gonna kill them so she's scared i don't know she looked kind of bored and like she's reading cue cards to me i don't know it's called shock shock wow (laughs) no no. (laughs) Catherine hicks she gave me shock she gave me surprise and she gave me that but eh, i don't know i don't like this um yeah i guess i'll go eight eight five somewhere around that ballpark ronnie you great director it's nice to see like uh cinematography and uh shots and Camera yeah. work and lighting going on. That's it yeah. was definitely the, the prettiest so far, especially those opening scenes where like 
I mean, this this shot, and it's in the trailer. Where like you you have the perspective of Chucky, and the bag opens, and you see the cop in oh, the car. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I fucking love that kind of shit, man. And it works so well in this. And they do that a lot. Yeah, it's really it's really good. I still I think I like the first one just a little bit better how it, how it shot. I just it's, it's just so perfect, like building suspense with those shots, and not not, not only the lighting, but just how like, how they're composed and framed. It's just oh, oh yeah, so good. But that's also the first one. It's it's the original idea of this, no. and that's right. why I'm saying like this as a sec. If this was the second one, and you just skip the second and the third one, if you went from from the original to Bride of Chucky, this is a perfect sequel to me. The the, the first one feels like a film. <laughs> You know, there's all this stuff, yeah. you know, it, it's shot really well and, and it's telling the story and everything. And this one feels like a reaction to what's happening at the time in, in slasher films. And it's, you know, and it's the up, it's the updated version. It's the reboot. Well, this is the reboot. I think, yes, but I think it's slightly different. And I don't see it necessarily as a money grab because they do it so well that clearly time and thought went into it a lot of times oh, yeah. especially mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in these you know horror genres when things are redone they're just so sloppy and Dude. you know and they're just going off of the name but this they were like let's not only revamp it but take it in a whole new direction and like let's let change the tone like they changed everything about it they just cut the doll and so to me it doesn't feel necessarily like a money grab because they i feel like they put a lot of thought into it and yes it is a reflection of the time but that's a cho- I think that's a choice that they made, not necessarily just to be relevant. Fair. I see that. I'm just nostalgia, you know. <laughs> that's fair. But this, as a whole, I have to agree with Kristen. This movie felt so much more considered than the third one especially, and even some of the second one. There's a lot of thought that went into this one. One, one little thing on my notes I, I did want to get to since we're talking about this. We talked about three and how rushed it was. We all feel that this one is competently made. It's not sloppy. This had the quickest goddamn production and release I have ever heard of. First day of shooting, April 15th, 1998. Release, October 16th, 1998. That's fucking four months. No way. From start to finish when this movie was in theaters. How much pre-production do they do? Because, damn, they... That's insane. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Wait, didn't one of especially with how good all the effects look? Didn't one of the other ones have a very fast turnaround too? Yeah, three, but that was still. I think that was like five months and uh, some weeks. So they're even cutting another month. This one was shorter than than the third one, from production to release date, and feels like it was like triple the amount of time. And they had a lot more time to work on the script. Obviously, they had years. Yeah, well, sure. Yeah, yeah. That which which helps. Pre production is so freaking important. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Wow, that's really impressive. I'm going to give it a nine, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> bringing you around. <laughs> well, you know, to be fair, like they're bringing in a Hong Kong director, too, and they, those guys just fucking shoot so much footage so quickly, you know, just because their budgets are yeah. being so low, and they just want to get it done and get the movie out. All right, with that, I guess we're going to take a break and uh, play the trailer for Seed of Chucky. Claudia, I've told you not to leave your toys lying about. Good God, you are hideous. (laughs) The last time he took a bride. 
But this time, in order to become the parents of a human baby, they'll need just the right woman. Jennifer Tilly. Production is underway on the new horror flick, Chucky Goes Psycho. You know, I should have played Aaron Brockovich. I could have done it without the Wonder Bra. In Planned Parenthood, timing is everything, so you'll have to hurry. That shouldn't be a problem for you. This fall, Chucky's back, and he's delivering us some evil. Come to Papa. <laughs> what the hell is going on in here? She uh, came on to me. No wonder her career's in trouble. Seed of Chucky. That's my boy. Oh, God bless the little people. This November, get a load of Chucky. And we're back. That was the trailer for Seed of Chucky. Get a load of Chucky. Mm. <laughs> Sex jokes. <laughs> <laughs> the movie that starts with sperm covering the screen and then... It's not the only movie oh that starts God. that way. There's a, this... a movie called Look Who's Talking that starts yes. that way. No, I mean, there's oh, is, actually, is like, white jizz that comes down and wipes <laughs> off Jennifer Tilly's name from the screen, and then, like, little sperm come down a, yeah. a yeah. canal. We have to set up where they come from, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> where they come from. They come uh, from. Yeah, I saw what you they did there. <laughs> they come from the cum, Brian. Uh, there it is. There it is. Ooh, it's like a double pun. Yeah. <laughs> it's a double entendre. So you guys, uh, have, you, have you guys seen this movie before? No, it was oh. last night. I had seen pieces of it before, which I was surprised while watching. I was like, oh, this some of this actually seems familiar. Which piece? Um, the top piece or the bottom piece? <sighs> Mostly the uh, the weird uh, kid doll piece. Like, you know, his whole... Glenn, Glenn slash Glenda? You know, uh, Glenn kind of uh, Ziggy Stardusty looking kind of fella. Well, you know, he does look better than he did at the end of Bride of Chucky, where he was oh, like Oh, that's a, totally true. That's the kind of like, yeah, you know, when they it, in Lord of the Rings, uh, when they first, the first time they they show Gollum, doesn't, yes. really, doesn't really look like he does when they really show him later. Yeah, they're like, we need this as a thing like the, later, like the and pre-visual. then in the next movie we'll actually figure out how to make him look. Keep him in shadow, show him in a flash. Yeah. You know. We want to be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did. I did notice that they tied it in because when they cut in on Glinda Glenn's fetus, it looked like like you know when they showed the fetus being formed, it had the teeth oh, and yeah. the general face shape. Oh, those teeth! It did man. when it came out of um, Tiffany, Tiffany. <laughs> and, and 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 attacked the guy. Yeah, he's got those it, teeth the entire movie. Yeah, yeah. Those those teeth are fantastic. Are they? They're they're gnarly and they're like a little bit psychotic and a little it's bit creepy. like creepy fish sort of weirdness. Uh, and I honestly, I kind of love them. Yeah. Let's just jump right in and, 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 and just talk about this fucking made in Japan thing that doesn't make any fucking <laughs> sense at all. Yeah. This is another one of those retcon things. Like, was this because like Chucky's arm was replaced and so the arm was made in Japan or like Chucky's made in Chicago? Right, we had an entire movie establishing his that soul the whole was made in Jersey. Factory. His soul was in Jersey. 
His body was made <laughs> yeah, in Chicago. Right. Soul was made in Jersey. <laughs> Body's made in in, in Chicago. Where's Japan comes together? His, huh? Apparently, the seed was in Japan, or <laughs> just just his left wrist. I don't understand. I don't know. I do like the Japanese jokes when he starts. No, no, that, it's cool. It just Japanese. doesn't make any sense. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. It's like one of the it's like the heart of Timbala kind of thing. It's like, yeah, you know, just go with it. Yeah. Every, every one of these sequels, they they just retcon. He even says, "We're from Jersey." I thought I was from Japan. We're from Jersey, kid. <laughs> <laughs> I did love that it gave an excuse for for Glenn Glenda to like speak in Japanese for oh, so many so, great. so many moments in the movie. and have Jap in the customs, you know, of, of like honoring his mother. And yes, father. yeah, yeah, and doing karate. Yeah, let, let's not yeah. forget the most stereotypical. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> When when they did the wire food ninja moves, I was like, "Yes, that was oh. that was a good moment." It was so terrible and so perfect at the same time to me. I loved it. Yeah, it's it's funny. It, it, it's <laughs> fun. I mean, you can't hate it. I mean, like you're an asshole if you hate it because like it's it. This movie is so ridiculous. It's just so, so ridiculous. ridiculous. It makes Brian you know, look you- normal. Yeah, but so you can't be say that you're an asshole if you hate it because this one pushes a lot of buttons, bro. This one, this one's like super over the top. Hold on, I didn't like it, and I'll tell you why. What? <laughs> the turkey baster scene. <laughs> no, here's the thing. It dripped a little bit too much. <laughs> That's not realistic. So much cum. That okay. is not how Speaking that actually realistic. works. Speaking of realistic. <laughs> All of the CGI is so terrible in this. Like, it's, yes. like they don't even try anymore. It's no worse and, than Bride of Chucky was. Yeah. It's no, man. Way when he's worse. chasing after the car, when, when the first time that, that like uh, Glenn yeah. takes off running, it it, it looks like yeah. it looks like that scene in the in that Muppets movie where they had him like running around. It, it made me think of that. But they they did they did it better in that. It's not that great. But you know that the budget did go down. And it's the first time director as well. The writers that coming also in. That makes sense. Don Mancini, this is his first time directing. So first he's been around him for nine, for eight other films. <laughs> hey, the, the other, honestly, the other Four, problem right? that Four, I have, I know, I know. The film. other problem I have with this film is that okay, well, I think the first one really, tre- like Bride of Chucky, really treads the line between you know a comedy horror. Like it's 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 actually exactly what I think of as a comedy horror film. This one, I feel like they tried to ramp up both the comedy and the horror and it becomes super campy but actually it's I don't I feel like it's not campy enough like there were so many times where I was like if you're gonna be this ridiculous like you need to commit to it and I feel like you're stopping halfway and it's just not I don't know. I just, you thought they held back in this movie? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> they could have. They could have. It could have been so much better. So it much went more. So much farther. Oh my Which gosh. parts of the campiness the were, part, did you feel like no, they? I'll tell you the parts that I liked. That I thought that they did really well. John Waters as the paparazzi. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. His, his little pencil mustache. Oh my god! It was Peter, so it, fucking Peter Peterson. Good. Um, Tell us your age, Jennifer Tilly. (laughs) How old are you really? (laughs) When exactly were you born? Where's the birth certificate? Oh, man. Um, And I, I... I loved Jennifer Tilly at the end with Chucky and Tiffany. And, um... The little, the little kid, the little kid... I'm very mixed on this kid because... Glenda. I really wanted to like Glenn Glenda... And I thought that, again, I thought it was really interesting how they tried to show, like, a non-binary character. Um, and I enjoyed that. But, like, 
And I enjoyed, you know, Chucky trying to be like, let's have a boys' night. Let's see. <laughs> let's see if you're Glenn or Glenda. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I just, you know, I, part of it, and this is, I feel really weird saying this, but I didn't like Jennifer Tilly in a lot of the human scene, like when she's the actress, Jennifer Tilly. When she's being all slutty, what? trying to get a part. I what don't, didn't she like? She didn't like... really, I didn't really buy it. Any mm. of it, any of, uh, she's great at like, like the screaming, like when, um, oh my God, it was amazing. Like when, um, little Tiffany comes out. <laughs> And it's like stop being a slut. Can you have your autograph? Um, <laughs> that was great. Yes, yes. I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> God, it was perfect. But like, and that's it. the thing is like, I love Jennifer Tilly as Tiffany, but Jennifer Tilly as Jennifer Tilly, eh, I was not into that at all. Well, she was having to play. Redman was so herself. bad too. Redman was so bad. So yeah. bad. So bad. I felt like all the moments where Jennifer Tilly was like really close to being really good. It was like, if you could be opposite literally anyone else. I mean, apparently the red man's part was written for Quentin Tarantino. And I I felt some of those moments. See, okay. Can we, okay. Talking about the camp, if Quentin Tarantino had starred in this also like that would have been like amazing. It needed to be more. It needed to be more. Yeah. He, he, Redman's parts felt so so contrived. It it felt so like I'm gonna be the cliched black guy, and it was just like, <laughs> what are I, you guys fucking talking about? Did we watch the same goddamn movie? Doesn't what? sound like it, Brian. What you know, the- I will say there was an uncut version that I tried to watch, or an unrated version that I tried to watch, and it wouldn't let me. So maybe we, I missed something vital. In I, there. Yeah, this is just like who who gives a fuck if Redman is good. He's in a lot of the movie. He's in a good chunk of the movie. He's sitting there playing himself, right? Like, who who cares? No. Who I, cares? I would like to think that okay. in real life, he's way more interesting than that because this yeah. was No, boring. I think that's what's great. Yeah, like all these people are shallow. he's a boring person? I'm just saying all these people are doing the most shallow, like obvious thing. And like, it, they even go as far as to like uh, call out, well, Jennifer Tilly's like sleep, sleeping with the director for roles. And Okay, here's it, the thing. Here's the thing. I hear what you're saying. I have no problem with Jennifer Tilly being, you know, slutty and sleeping with the director and Redman being like uh, these stereotypical it's characters. It's all stereotypes. But the acting, yes, totally. I'm on board with all of that. But the acting, like they did not commit to it. If you had gotten some, an actor or an actress who was much better bigger and better at these stereotypes i would be here for it uh, i am not guys i think red man's fine I, yeah he gets a total pass no. for me I, he's no. yeah no you guys are breaking my heart uh, here i the only times when when red man to me was believable was when he was being gutted at the at the dinner table same with Jennifer <laughs> that was, Tilly. That, she, that was the only moment when i was like <laughs> okay now he's believable when he was just sitting there like oh or when he's just like drooling over how hot Jennifer Tilly is, you know, like I, I thought that was believable. He's just sitting there, like, oh yeah, okay, wait, uh, you're lying. Yes, you're when lying? he's not talking, he's great. Like <laughs> he has lines. I don't know. It's a comedy. I just, I don't know. I'm yes, I wanted this. to laugh. I wanted to laugh, and you I didn't feel laugh cheated. I feel I feel, I feel cheated at certain parts. I wanted to laugh more. That's all I'm saying. Man, you guys are a tough crowd. I laughed in this entire movie. I thought this was absolutely hysterical. 
I, yeah, the family dynamic stuff. Like, I think my my favorite scenes are all in like Jennifer Tilly's like uh, bedroom when she gets tied up, and they have all those little family moments upstairs. It, it's just oh man, it, it kills me. Oh yeah, no, the meta moments between between Chucky and Jennifer Tilly and and the Tiffany doll, like <laughs> those moments were fucking fantastic. It was just the red man character that took me out of any of those scenes. Anytime he was in it, I was just like, ah. I'm not going to get like, oh, red man's bad when there's like a Britney Spears fucking joke. And Chucky like runs her <laughs> off the road and he's like, oops, Dude. I did it again. And <laughs> we're, we're beyond what? parody. We're into like self-parody, meta parody. Hey, what are, yes. That's why I don't I'm even saying. know where we're at. I mean, I remember seeing that trailer and and reading the lines like Britney Spears is not in this movie. Like, I remember watching that. I didn't see the movie, but I remember the fucking trailer for it. Looking at this from like 2020s eyes, I feel like it's in poor taste because poor Britney has like a mental illness and needs help. But like at the time, I could see how that would be funny. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the joke hasn't aged well. But I mean, like, (laughs) what fucking kid is even going to get that joke? I mean, no. Yeah. No one now. I don't know. It's just it's one of those things. But I mean, this that's the whole movie. I mean, I don't know. Okay, and I also the other another thing I didn't like was the beginning, the opening scene uh, with the kid and his dream sequence where it's all first person, like point of view. I hated. I hated that. I really? hate first person point of view. Yeah. Okay, so that scene totally worked for me. No, I hate it. Like what? The- I did think the shower death was cool though, and the falling in the staircase, and they did that again at the end of the movie. Wait, so so the entire culmination of the scene worked for you, but you didn't like the scene? Yeah. So the whole reason for the scene worked for you, but you didn't like this? Okay. No, no, no. The whole point of the scene was to kind of get you in the mood that you're in the slasher movie but like no you're actually not because he's like a very like kind no, person or something you because you haven't seen that that, yes. that character yet so you don't know Thank if it's you, chucky Jen. is it tiffany but it's also in the vein of the the uh opening of halloween you've got that whole thing you know where you catch which a bunch is great of stuff which is great mm-hmm. uh that they're, mm-hmm. they're they're all about doing homages in these films uh yes, and it are. also it is it is a chucky pov so it, it, it's it's on brand it's on brand and it, i i think it, it it jumps you into the movie in such a way that you're like okay all right i'm here for this okay yeah. and i think the other reason i don't like it is because i think we talked about this in one of the other movies but they can't seem to make up their mind like this chucky or tiffany or glenn glenda um, do they like move really, really fast or are they like very slow, like doll like <laughs> in their walking? And I feel like that scene had a lot of uh, going back and forth. I mean, maybe it didn't, but maybe or, actually maybe in that scene, he was moving super, super fast. He was moving which, very fast. That was much more me, like the first one for sure. Which, yeah, which threw me off because in Bride of Chucky, they're all really slow. They're always really slow when you show them walk. But like in when you cut into their POV, <laughs> they, they, they move fairly quickly. I don't then, know. In in the last one, like when they were walking behind the van, and you just see their feet, like they were moving pretty quickly for those. Like there, there are some. But, I, I'm but, just but, trying to say but, there but, are some but, but moments about, where you don't see their POV, where they're actually moving pretty quickly. Think about Chucky walking over the um, the flower in the first one, or with the little puppet yeah. feet. Yeah, the little puppet feet. They're always very yeah. slow. But I kind of like how in this movie they they sort of reference that right, like when they're doing the whole like Christmas Eve like Santa Claus that's gonna get killed, like <laughs> that that whole th- setup, which was <laughs> so well done. Yeah, 
they're sort of making fun of themselves, right? Like the these are oh, dolls, totally. yeah. and it's like they're on this remote control arm, and there's two or three guys that are operating them, and you know sometimes things go wrong, and oh my god, his his hand keeps touching the wrong part of the spot, and like oh Chucky's trying to kill me, but now he's he's broken. What am I doing here? Like I don't know. That's, I think that's pretty fun. I loved the scene just after that one where Chucky kills whoever. Oh, the guy. It cuts his head off. He decapitates The puppeteer? Him. Oh, yeah. And when they both come back to she life. Comes God in damn, that the, was all the such a great But Jennifer moment. Tilly, the person, comes in. And <laughs> that was that was really great. Again, like, I oh, think. This looks really real. <laughs> when she picks up the head, I was like, oh, God. Yeah. I like she comes yeah. in there to get her candy bar. I thought that was hilarious. Oh, fuck oh, yeah, man. Yeah. She, She's sitting there drinking that, like, what, what What do they call it? Skinny skinny something. And she's sitting there just, like, sipping that, and she looks pissed at her assistant. Yeah, she, she, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she just wants to eat that Snickers bar, like, so badly. Oh, She's like, and I'm so proud of you. She's like, for what? For sticking to your diet. She's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's some of the more subtle writing in, the, in these last few movies, where she's like, fuck you. So she puts the thing... She puts the, the the candy bar into Chucky and then gives her a reason to go later. Like, that's fun. I, I appreciate yeah. that. I, yeah, I like the callback with like Tiffany's dragging her across the floor. She's like, "Damn, this bitch isn't even pregnant. She's already heavy. Weighs a ton." <laughs> and then like, they they also make fun of her voice too. She's like, "I don't sound that way." She's like, Ugh. "The number of times Jennifer Tilly like talks about herself in this movie, every single time I laughed, every single time." Yeah, see, I don't know what you guys talk about. I think this is fun, man. This is funny on brand. It's not, well, maybe it's not on brand. Maybe that's why it works. I don't know. It's on it's, brand based on the, the last one. We went from Bride of Chucky to this one. I guess that's true. If, if, if Bride of Chucky was two and this was number three, this feels like a really fun trilogy to me. I'll, I'll agree with that. But I, I like two and three too, so, you know. Can I, can I just have everything? I don't no. see how they put no, him back can't. together for this one and made him look like that. They, they they keep doing that. <laughs> what? Yeah, the fact that they were like, oh, we're going to take these two actual murderous dolls yeah. that everyone's talking about, and then we're going to put them in a movie. Oh, no, no. I think those were... Uh, those were So fun. Those were dolls at the uh, the makeup uh, nope, effects company. Nope. No, no. They, they had a, they they had a the specific original line. Dolls. They were like, these are the exact same dolls that, that were... It was in the news package. Yeah. Really? Yep. Yep. Well, That's how, the original how did dolls. They, how did they get her... Un, how did they get Tiffany unburnt? They remake her like in part two? Like I guess so. They polished them up and and rebuilt them and and these dolls. They, yeah, it was so the they, they used the original these dolls. dolls were found. Like, we used the hair after a, a series of murders that are <laughs> still unsolved, and they were found next to the scene of the crime or something like that in Hackensack, New Jersey. Blah blah blah. Yeah, I could have sworn they were yeah puppets, but yeah, I'll go back and I'll go back and watch it again. You guys are are forcing me. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's time when you do notice all the bad CGI because it's all over the movie. Oh, it's all over Bride of Chucky. I mean, like, yeah. Oh, for sure. No, it's so much Who worse cares? than me. It's so much worse than this one. What? You think so? Yeah. I don't think yeah. there's a single effect that offends me as bad as the mirror shot. She's getting ruined, Brian. She's starting to notice all that shit when watching <laughs> movies now. She's done this so many times. Why are those us? are those CGI <laughs> moments or are those compositing <laughs> moments? Because I feel like most of those those moments in this film, they're more like, all right, you had the doll on like a blue screen, and you're trying to yeah, it's when they're trying to compositing do it into like, oh, it's it's physically running along a street and it looks like right. a tracking shot with a with they're a doing something to Chucky's car. mouth with CGI in this film. 
That's not all puppet. They're okay. Like on, okay. on some of some of the expressions, there's some like it's not bad CGI. I think it, it works pretty good. He for did one. feel more expressions. Like he had a lot more expressions in this movie for sure. Well, okay, so actually, let me, I would like to clarify this, because I do think the CGI is probably good for the time, but I compared to a lot of the um, practical effects that were in the earlier films, I think I preferred that so much more than what they were doing in this film. That's we weird. all do. <laughs> well, I, Practical I effects know. versus, you know. Pra- yeah, practical always looks bad. Hey, you get it in camera, it looks great. Adding it later is, it's hard. It's hard to make it look right. But I mean, uh, Twelve million dollar budget, though, with all these puppets and all the CGI, that's it's not bad. It's not bad. It just could be better. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I mean, there there was a lot of of there's a lot of new things in this film. The fact that we have Billy Boyd coming off of the Lord of the Rings films. I mean, it's kind of fun to have him uh, reuniting with. You know, it's a it's a career step up. It's a career bump. Yeah. You know, when you come off of some shitty ass production like Lord of the Rings, you want to go to see the Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's that's what every actor is dying for. Sign yeah. me up. Sign, I mean, well, to be fair, it was right after. So I mean, it was you know. right right after. Lord of the Rings was just this thing that was kind of been he's been working on. You know, he's like so. he's like guys, hold hold on, I'm 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 gonna have to delay the shoots for Return of the King. I gotta work <laughs> on Seat of Chucky. That's right. When, I gotta, listen, I gotta go listen. make that money, bro. Brad told me that I'm going to do this other film for a minute, and then we're going to do it together, and then we'll come back. I promise. It'll be super fun. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I totally forgot he's Wormtongue. Oh, my God. Dude, okay. I, literally, about, I didn't realize who Brad Dorf was until watching this movie and then connecting Brad Dorf to Lord of the Rings and realizing he was Wormtongue, and I was like, all of these movies now make sense. And now the character of Wormtongue makes a little bit more sense than I had previously. And I felt a little dumb, honestly, realizing it now in 2020. <laughs> when everyone else who's watched all these movies has been like, um, yeah, obviously. But He had a great run on Star Trek The Next Generation too. where he played a psychopath. Who was he in Star Trek? It was just this weird little thing where they had to... Um... I think it was Next Generation. Anyways, he played this weird character. Uh, I think he tried to murder somebody, and then they were tra- basically he was just broken in the brain, and they, it was like they were just trying to decide what to do with him. What the shit? What? 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 That one may have been Voyager. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> he's he's great in everything he does. It's always got to come back. And to also Star Deadwood. Trek. He he he's 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 the Doctor in Deadwood. He's amazing. Oh, damn. Oh yeah, that's right. He is. Yeah. Uh, man, I keep forgetting that. I need to rewatch Deadwood. I haven't seen that movie yet either. I haven't seen the movie. The series is great. Yeah, Dor- Dorf's awesome. I, I, maybe, yeah, maybe, you know, no. maybe that's why I like Bride and, and Seed, and I'm willing to go along, uh, you know, a little bit with their departure and the tone. It's because we're spending more time with Chucky and Brad Dorf, and man, his chemistry with Jennifer Tilly, Dude, at least in the voice so acting, is fucking awesome. It's so good. Yeah. It's great. I I never don't believe the two of them together for sure. Every moment. Yeah, I think. Because um, Chucky and Tiffany are so great together, like bringing Jennifer Tilly the human in, I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> how are you this great at this character, but you can't even play yourself? Like, I, I mean, a caricature of yourself, obviously, hopefully, but like, yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing, girl? <laughs> Look, I mean, I guess, you know, you know, if she wants to sleep with people to get jobs, like, I guess that's fine. Do what you have to do. But like, I mean, hopefully she doesn't have to. 
and people were all like shocked about that Harvey Weinstein shit. And it's like, oh yeah, look at Seed of Chucky 2004. <laughs> right, right. They were calling it out back then. There was then. definitely no one actually talking about this at that time. I mean, yeah. What? Nothing to see here. Look away. <laughs> Move along. Oh. This was uh this this only made 24.8 million dollars on its 12 million dollar budget. So, uh this kind of killed the Chucky franchise. This is the last movie that was released in, in the theaters. theaters. Oh, wow. In the series until the remake came out. So, was there one or two before the remake? No, nah, there's one. two more. Before the Wait, remake, what? there's only one more. Uh there's uh, we're doing Curse and Cult. Oh, that's right. You're right. There are two more. Yeah. My bad. Dang. Wait, so Curse and Cult were both direct to video. Yeah, they're both. Yeah, I think one of them Netflix. Oh, I think okay. it's responsible really? oh, for. Wow. Yeah, I, for, I forget which one. Wow. But yeah, you can still find. Uh, I think it's Curse, maybe Cult. One of them uh, Netflix picked up, and uh, Brad Dorf's daughter is actually uh, the lead in Curse. Really? Hmm. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. She was in Tenet. Um, she's like the blue team Stop leader. Stop it. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Full man, media blackout, Brian. Come on. <laughs> Wait, I can't tell you who the fuck is in the movie? No. No, that's part of okay. Full Media Blackout. So, Griggs. <laughs> what? People are going backwards and forwards. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I will sign off on this it's fucking... It's really weird. I'm not going to say it's not time travel. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Well, fuck you. We're, we're doing Back to the Future 3 later, okay? Come on. Okay. Oh, my goodness. When I when I can afford to pay the, the hundreds of dollars to rent out a movie theater to watch it by myself, then I will see it on the giant screen. Un- Griggs, I'm going then. to uh, roofie you, and then when you wake up, you will be in the theater. <laughs> I received that. I received that, Jane. Uh, what are you, what are you like, doing okay. on Sunday? Oh, you'll you'll know. <laughs> He's gonna give you the full Saul experience, so he'll hide in your in your closet, and you'll be. You want to watch a movie? This is this is the Inception moment. If, as long as I wake up in the same seat, I won't know what happened, and I'll just have the memory of. The... I was chained to this theater seat for hours, too, and then they let me go. <laughs> there was there was an interesting like part of this film where they where they you know they they're trying to raise a kid and they're trying to have a family and they're trying to do everything right and we're going to quit killing you know I, I like how, I, I think that was great you know they actually they actually went for the old college try the old you know, college the, try <laughs> yeah you with know. the 12 step program yeah 12 steps in 3 days was quite delightful like when she's reading that book, I was fucking rolling. Oh, my God. It's so good. Rome wasn't built like, in a day. Okay, but the yeah, best part. I love, I love all that. The best That's part great. is, yes, when she calls the hotline and it's. <laughs> I, know I know exactly what you're going through. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, really? That's what I was saying. Like, man. oh, man. Like, how can anybody hate this like movie when you have, like, all these characters having these self-referential moments and self-reflective moments? Like, even Chucky is like. You know what? Fuck this going into soul of a human. I'm just going to stay a doll. I'm a fucking icon, man. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm an immortal soul and an impossible to kill doll. Why don't we just stay here? Why do we have to do anything? Come on. He comes back anyway. <laughs> but dying is such a bitch. <laughs> 
I like how Tiffany calls like somebody that she killed like wife. Oh my <laughs> god! Like I'm just and she's I'm like, sorry. Who the, what are you talking about? Who is this? I'm, I'm I'm just going through this change right now, and I just wanted to let you know that I've changed. Dude, the way the way that thank you the way the wife on the phone <laughs> just freaks the fuck out. And yeah, and the the it's wife so on the phone is like crying, and then so she hangs good. up and she's like, "Wow, I do feel better." <laughs> While you can still hear the woman in the back are like, "What are you talking about?" Uh, I just imagine that later that, that, that they actually ran that call, like they start sixty nine yes. that, and then like the cops raid that place where that phone was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a thing at that time. So, for yeah. sure, there were some good homages in this film. Like, I, I, I did enjoy the uh, the map sequence that was given a little Indiana Jones feel <laughs> with the uh, with the throw to Chucky's eyes in the background. Yeah, that was weird. That, no, that was very. Um, Wait, are you gonna it? say Bram Stoker's Dracula? Yeah, no, it was a hundred percent Dracula for sure. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought they were going with. But or, or Exorcist. Weird. They did that, you know. They also did overlays in the Exorcist with her face. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. Um, well, and then they had the the moment where uh, Chucky was like using the the little um, the axe chopping through the door, and he and he oh, laughs yeah, for shining. a second, and then he's like, "I can't think of anything to say." Like that was <laughs> like if you're gonna Which make a great. joke about that moment. I can't think of anything to say is a pretty good joke, I gotta say. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, that was good. They, they had the, I'm not gonna even hurt this fly from Psycho. That was, yep. that was nice. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I like those moments. I'm, I'm down. There he goes. Off, off to his family. <laughs> <laughs> off he goes. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh. Oh, see, that's what I'm talking about, guys. Like, come on. It's, come on. This is so fun. <laughs> So fun. It's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. God. Every frame. Oh man. Speaking of ridiculous, I forgot to bring it up. What's which which one is the one that has the uh the hippie dude that sees like rude fucking doll. <laughs> That's bro. That was the last one, right? Yeah. Damn it. You meant to bring that up on the last episode. <laughs> Chucky gives him the bird. <laughs> yeah. Rude fucking doll. That was a good moment. <laughs> Yeah, the director liked him in that movie because they kept cu- cutting back to him in that parking lot. <laughs> well, you know, he's out there smoking. Everybody's smoking weed in that movie, bro. <laughs> yeah, they like, are. <laughs> dude. When... Well, just in that one parking lot. It was, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, but like, you know, it's a party lot, man. That one parking lot where they had like every extra for the entire film. We don't need to go back to that. That's a whole yeah, different sorry. discussion. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess they don't have a lot of extras in this. Well, yeah, there's not a lot of extra scenes in this one either. It's mostly contained. Uh, I think it's just the beginning when he is performing with that British guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. When they're on the movie set. Yeah. Uh, no, no, when he's no before he. Oh, yeah, the movie sets, but also before uh, little Glenn Glenda is like a on stage. And yeah. you have the crowd leering at him. Right, oh, with those, those crazy weird close-ups yeah. that are they're kind of channeling yeah. the second movie where they're like, let's get some wide angles on like close-up of people so that we f- we feel a little bit of the the similar feeling from the second movie. I forget what that guy... What was the guy's name? I forget what his name is. like so-and-so and shit-face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was um, Maniac and Shit-Face. Or, um, so or something like that, yeah. Oh. And he makes those great jokes, and then the next shot, the next scene, he's like, "Hey, hey, your jokes were terrible. 
Like the entire crowd was laughing, dude. Like what? Like, I told him he wasn't scary enough, and I was like, I thought you were doing a comedy act. Yeah, like everyone was laughing. What? What was? What? What was wrong with that? Like, I thought it was so sweet when he like put a mouse in there to like try to terrorize them, and he like made friends with the mouse. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, aw. He's like, hello, little one. <laughs> oh, it was it was very nice. Man, you came from the wrong family. <laughs> <laughs> Also, how do we go from, like, he's in England to then he somehow mails himself to fucking L.A.? What? No, he, he gets on a plane, man. You know, yeah. We yeah, saw but, the Indiana Jones montage. Come on. We, but but it, after the Indiana Jones montage, like, he's in, like, a box. And he's, like, mailing himself to L.A. Man, like, look, these, these are the same people that, like, walked out of the Dark Knight Rises and was like, how did Bruce Wayne get back to Gotham? I don't know, motherfucker. <laughs> he took a plane. Who cares? I don't want to see that shit. No, he had to climb out of that hole, and then he had to walk the whole way. How did he get there? He swam across the fucking ocean. He's Batman. I'm not asking for logic. I just want to know how he went from a plane to a box. That's all I want to know. You know, like one little... Because he, know, like, bro. mailed himself to someone else. The like, best thing about I the mean... Child's Play franchise is it's short. Let's keep it that way, please. Let's That's not true. add time. That's true. That's very true. The whole thing is that he's ugly and no one wants to look at him. I wouldn't be surprised if someone put him in a box and nailed it shut, like, honestly. <laughs> Get this ugly fucking doll out of here. Okay, and on that, on our logic note here, um, why is he so ugly? I feel like Chucky and Tiffany aren't, like, terribly unattractive. Like, they, their kid could not look like that. I mean... Why? <laughs> Some kids take the, the worst of both worlds. I don't know. I mean, not how, I mean, I don't think that's how genes work. But. And he can't be the best or the worst of both worlds because he has such a sweet brain. And why does he have like, like terrible teeth and awful hair? Oh, I was gonna say like dreams, but yeah, that well, too. Well, also that, yeah. <laughs> oh, the the violent dreams because that's his nature. Yeah, that's no. that's his past catching up to him. He doesn't have a past. No. I don't have his genetic, dreams of his what my parents past. did. Like, that's not how it works. Well, you weren't born as a voodoo in, like, a voodoo doll. So, well, I, I, mean. I think that's kind of what the director's, <laughs> like, I don't know, what he's kind of doing with the, the whole Glenn and Glinda thing. And I I think he, I think the director, Don Mancini, is trying to do something with, he's trying to say something with Psycho and how that is problematic. You know, it, it's a bad portrayal. And I think I think he's trying to do something with that, but I'm, you know, this movie's so zany. It kind of gets lost. I don't really know what his message is, but I feel like he's 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 trying to do something there. I agree with you. I feel like there was some sort of underlying message that I didn't quite get because of all the crazy nonsense that was going on. Yeah. Uh, and I almost wonder. I mean, I almost wondered at the end of it if I just kind of made all of it up. But no, I agree with you. I think I think there's something going on that just doesn't quite come through yeah it's like it's almost like a nature nurture like argument that he he, yeah. he wants to have and then frame it in with like a psycho <laughs> thing but I don't, I it gets a little lost for me yeah no yeah. i felt that too there there was definitely like some some subtle hints of the implication that like maybe where you come from could could lead you door towards this psychotic i'm a killer murder doll but then you're trying to be this like i won't hurt a fly kind of person but but is it in your nature or is it not in your nature is it is it part of you is it not part of you and it just it 
they started to ask the question, but they didn't fully articulate the question, and then yeah. they definitely didn't answer the question at all. Kind of the same thing with the his the kid's gender. Uh, I thought it would have been really interesting for him to either choose his own gender or not choose a gender, but yeah. then human Jenner Fertilli had twins. twins. And I was like, I don't... What's How your message split? here? Yeah. yeah. How'd they split split him into two different... Well, yeah, Wait, did twa- they? Split personality disorder, right? So he just took, I know, took one but personality like you just, that way, you, you one personality just I just thought he was like non-binary. Easy? I thought he was just non-binary. Bro, that's not, I, voodoo yeah, for that's dummies, not bro. Come on. I mean, didn't you get the book? It's on page 215. <laughs> I like when they pull his pants down. They're just looking at his little, like, you know, smooth area. And they're just like, hmm. they both They both project their own <laughs> understanding of what that's supposed to be. <laughs> what yeah. he's, he's like, he's, uh, you he's have like, a clearly. Something. <laughs> he, uh, he's a late bloomer. He just needs a, he needs a <laughs> He's a late bloomer. <laughs> Completely smooth. The split personality thing it, that kind of like bothered me. Like I, I really appreciated the fact that they were like, no, he's a he's a non-binary or wow, he she is a non-binary character, and then w- the fact that it became twins as the expression of the non-binary character. It What's was the like easy way to write that out, maybe, right? Like the time. It, was that just because it was two thousand four? Was that just because they didn't understand well enough how to express that? Like. Why did the non-binary character have to then become a fully expressed boy and girl? Like, why couldn't it have just been a single person who could have been both? Like, why See, did? That, but that's why it's kind of confusing. That's why the message gets lost because you're taking both. Like, I'm a killer. I'm not a killer. I'm a boy. I'm a girl, and you're kind of combining those two like metaphors. But it's actually in the script. For both of them, you're not using like the killer instinct as uh, a metaphor for like your gender identity, right? Right. right. You're just Which coming they kind out of using tried both. to do a couple times, even with the like Jennifer Tilly talking about her mom saying that like. Oh, one is a blessing, two is a curse. Which then they tried to, yeah. you know, bring back around with like the boy was born first, and he was like the good kid, and the girl was born second, and she was the one who was terrifying the nanny, and like it's just like make up your mind, like which one is it? Yeah, I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's, it's it's hard, you know. It's I don't know, maybe it's just it's too light that it's hard to think this deep about, yeah, <laughs> about something that's so May- silly. It is really silly, but also they're trying to tackle these really large philosophical questions about, you know, I mean, everything. Like, they they hit on a lot of things. Yeah, they hit on a lot of things. And and then they don't, not only do they not really come to any conclusion, but they're just kind of like, never mind. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that's kind of my problem with it is that they bring up such, such wonderful questions. In such an interesting and intriguing way, that's that's so unexpected for a film that you're you're just like, oh, it's gonna be a slasher fun like horror comedy thing, and then you're you're considering what is it to be human, what is it to be a gender, what is it to have an identity, and then they're just like, oh yeah, never mind, we're not actually gonna, nev- yeah, never mind, we're never mind, like what, <laughs> like you, you can't bring up all these things and then just be like. figure it out yourselves that was one of the few things about this film that kind of bothered me about it in a film that literally murdered people the murdering was fine (laughs) the the murdering was fine 
figuring out what but your also, gender identity is. Like, we can't talk about that a little bit more. Come on. But yeah, but 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 think about the time. You got to think about the time because now that's such a like like everybody knows about that, and that that's in the forefront of everybody's mind. Or or you 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 know you know people, you know. Sure. Back then, it it wasn't out like it is now. I mean, so fifteen, sixteen years ago is not. That's not that long ago. But it is though. Well, no, we're we're not talking about what you know. We're talking about public opinion and mass consumption. Yeah. For a mass right, audience. like, like that's wide fair. range. Yeah. Yeah, that that is a lot, dude. That's a long time ago. You can't sure, lose respect. the Bible Belt. <laughs> that's. <laughs> you need them Fuck as an you. audience. Because, big nope. It's because it's holding Fuck the pants you. up, bro. <laughs> it's holding the pants up of the entire. Nation. I will show my I ass. Mean, look, Keeping us from showing our ass. Honestly, <laughs> I don't think that we needed to have like a sit-down conversation. Like it didn't need to become like a movie of the week kind of thing. They could have kept the funny, jokey, campy aspect to it, yeah. but they just could have like not abandoned yes. all of the identity questions all that the, came out. All the setup the, it just kind yeah, of like, the, fell it flat. just it yeah. felt so like it felt like like they they had those things in there, and then someone at some point in along the way was like, "Uh, you can't actually say those things." And so instead of like finishing or wrapping up any of those things, or even giving it some kind of something, they were just like, "Just cut that two those two lines that we had," and then it was just gone. And so us as an audience was like, "Oh, what the fuck was supposed to be there?" But may maybe the entire along the way, the filmmakers or the you know, the script had a couple lines in there that explained something. I don't know. It just felt like it was missing something that was supposed to be there. I'm, I'm going to go out and just say, like, because I'm a straight male, I may not have picked up on it. I'll be, I, you know, this is a homosexual writer director coming in and they are given. Now it is a 2004 mass consumption viewpoint, but I may be missing something in my narrow view of the world. Just a I mean, little bit that, here. But that's kind of my point. It's like, it, again, uh, as as also a cisgendered white male, it seems like there was something that he was trying to say that maybe was neutered out of it at some point along the way. And I'm I'm not saying that maybe it Man, was I, there the whole time. Maybe it I wasn't. Can't I can't imagine know. that they neutered anything. I mean, you see what was in this movie? And on top of that, like, <laughs> Universal passed on this, and, it, like, this is the first sequel that we've had where Universal didn't do. Like, Rogue Pictures or oh, yeah, some they, company. They developed Rogue Pictures so that it didn't have to be released under Focus Films or whatever it was. You know, kind of to that point, I the unrated version that I was not able to see had two extra minutes in it, so maybe there was... Mm something else that was cut out and not just necessarily a death scene. But I do think it's really interesting. And I, it kind of makes sense because it was, you know, 15, 16 years ago um, that we would have like this crazy scene where Jennifer Tilly is kidnapped and tied down and impregnated by a doll. And that's okay. <laughs> but we yes. can't have a conversation about gender. Like I get, I do get it. I do yes. get it. Yes. Um, yes. But I feel like there's a way to do it, like I said, without it becoming heavy. Like, you can keep that craziness. Right. I mean, they, I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. I'm not a writer. I'm, uh, like, I, I'm not a writer. I feel like it could have been something as simple as, like, why did it have to be twins? Why couldn't it have just been one person who was actually a non-binary, I don't know, kid at the end? The, I, yeah, I but then know. you're always going to question when you have one kid, like... Which kid is it? All right, is it good or evil? Is it a boy or a girl? And then if you pick one or the other, 
are you saying that boys that are evil or good are only bad or women that are only, you know, little girls that are only good or bad? You're always going to have like a weird like what is the right answer? You know, okay. like how are you ever yeah. going to please anybody yeah. with that kind of like one That's note? That's a fair point because they did have the the fact that the girl was the one who was terrifying the nanny and the boy was the one who had the same eye twitch that was, you know, representing what what Glenn Glenda had at the end of the, like several times in the film, right? Like he, he had the eye twitch and the boy was the one who had the eye twitch. So like that was a good tie-in to like maybe this character then did become both of of the actual kids. I don't know. I feel like Chucky actually had the best point of all, which is that maybe they just should stay as dolls. And like maybe Glenn (laughs) Glenda doesn't have to like, like, I I get it. I get it. Because if, if Jennifer Tilly only had one kid, it would have to be a boy or a girl and you wouldn't know its gender expression until however many years later. And like that whole point of Jennifer Tilly having the kid was to see like, is this a boy or a girl? So I get the twins thing kind of um, the split personality thing. I don't, I don't know about that. Well, but, but but again, like maybe the solution is what Chucky said, which is they all stay as dolls. <laughs> That's where life is really at. I yeah. love that realization. I I thought it's funny. <laughs> and then like, when you think about it, you're like, oh yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah, that, rock on Chucky. You get, that kind of makes sense. You're actually right. It's, 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 terrible you go a little crazy at the end and you're like nobody leaves me oh. i thought that was great i thought that was like perfect for him like of course why would he want her to go off and be happy like yep. Yep. they're pretty unhappy together yeah i guess that fits in with his psycho but he he was just making a lot of sense to me right then and there and then he goes he goes off the rail i don't know the the, the way they finished that it honestly made me want to know where they're going to take the next movie like it, uh, it, it was enough for me to be like, all right, all right, you know, the second and the third one, yeah, whatever, fuck them. The the fourth one, Bride of Chucky, was super fun. This one was another like, all right, this kind of finished the what I what I wanted the trilogy to be, and now I want to see where they're gonna take it after all of this. Like Jennifer Tilly becomes Jennifer Tilly again. Chucky's like, fuck you, you can't leave me. There's two fucking psycho kids that are now terrorizing someone else where the where the actual shit are they going to take this now wait are are the kids in the next i don't know and i wanted to find out that's what i'm saying i i I don't i don't want to bust anybody's bubble but they they the next sequel is nothing like this movie at all (laughs) god damn it brian no chucky looks different than he does in this movie like there's a lot of of different it'll all be explained though don't worry just watch the movie yeah that'll be next week Spoilers. <laughs> well, just 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 to preface, so like when you put it in, and you're like, "What, what the right. fuck is going on? Did I put the wrong movie in?" <laughs> That's, uh, okay, all right. I, is I this a shitty that, made that for TV? Child's Play. What's going on here? It is technically a. Is it technically a oh, made for no. TV? Child's Am I going to hate this because of the way it looks? You may. Oh. You are going to have some problems, maybe with like how clean it looks. It that. I'm pretty sure it was shot on video, if memory serves correct. Oh, no. They do lose a little bit of that filmage. That's going to mm. affect my rating on this one. <laughs> this one was shot on film, though, so you're okay. It's Christopher Nolan approved. 
<laughs> and James Cameron. He probably and does Steve love this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and Martin Scorsese. And it's like film. Uh, they probably all get together and do do a marathon of this every three years. Oh yeah, of course. Listen, listen. If you're not trilling it up every year, the dark side wins. And they they call up Spike Lee and they're like, "Hey, Spike, do you know Red Man?" Can you ask him to come to the screening? Come on. <laughs> you mean Red Redman? Because he won't talk Redman. to us anymore if you don't do it. Whatever happened to Redman? Is he like Redman. still out directing movies? It's so weird they have him directing uh, movies. Did he ever ex- direct a movie? Excuse me, Mr. Man. Were you actually a director before? Uh, well, what's the guy from Wu-Tang that... Uh, he did the music for Kill Bill, and then he went and directed that movie, The Man with the Iron Fist. Okay. Really? Redman, okay, Redman has one directing credit. And that is in 2020. It's Red Man slap the shit out you. <laughs> slap the shit out you. It's ya. a music video. Video Come short. On. Video short directed video by Red Man. Red Man. It's Red Man. Come on, you uncultured swine. <laughs> listen, listen. Anytime I, I think of these kinds of words, I just I channel the the Friends episode where Chandler's like, he's not Phil Spiderman. He's a spider. Man, and that's that's <laughs> how I remember how to pronounce. He was also in the R. Kelly video, "Feeling on Your Booty." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for following that up with such uplifting content. Thank you, Jared. I appreciate. It. Yeah, that's, that's weird. R. R. Kelly, the booty. <laughs> that is nothing about that. that is brand showers? new it's information. Be different if it says peeing on your booty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you've made it this far, Brian. Okay. Oh, <laughs> she hangs on your every word, Jared. I know, man. I'm gonna meet her one day, and I'm gonna be so embarrassed. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell her. I'll tell, I'll tell you after after you leave. I'll be like, oh yeah, that's my mom. <laughs> All right, guys, we have ratings here. I think so, Brian. All right, what are we? What are we rating? Seed of Chucky. Uh, I'll, I'll go first. Oh, there you I'll go. go first. Yeah, go jump first. in there, buddy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give this an eight. All right, um, that's high. Yeah, I feel I I feel like it deserves it to be that high. Um, I gave the last one a nine. I'm not comparing. I'm just just reiterating. <laughs> um. There are some. I fucking hate Redman. I wish his character was literally <laughs> anyone else. Uh, I really even Tarantino. Yeah, I, fuck no, I, bro. That guy was terrible and for fucking dust till dawn. Everyone can go fuck themselves. I Please hate Tarantino. Direct. Don't act. every time. Every time Tarantino is in his own films, I'm like, can you just like put the camera on literally anyone else? I just, I just want to like touch your feet. <laughs> I mean. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I understand why they wrote the char- wrote the part for him. I would have hated to hated to have seen him as the character. I, I really I really I love the family interactions between Chucky and Tiffany and their kid, Glenn Glenda. Um, there are some moments where it gets this movie gets meta, and I like Jennifer Tilly talking about herself as Tiffany, and that's really fun to me. Um, and then there are some moments where, you know, the it kind of pulls you out of it a little bit, mostly with some of the bad acting between Redman and Jennifer Tilly. Um, but then they kill Redman <laughs> with Jennifer Tilly while she's talking in the background at the same time. Uh, there's there's so many outlandishly fun moments in this film that I 
I couldn't help but just laugh out loud at all of them. And it, I think overall it works for me. I'm also going to give this movie an eight, Brian. Um, I think this movie is really fun. Um, it's fucking insane. Uh, it, it will test you. I'd like to actually sit my parents down and make them watch it and just kind of watch them the entire time and do, an, a, do a reaction video. You don't watch the movie, just, you just watch them. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You make a reaction video oh uh, of them. And, just, and you know, they, they've probably never seen any of the other ones, so just like open on this. It would also be really weird to open with this as your first Chucky film. Uh, you, you would be, I don't know, I haven't seen the, the other ones, so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see where it goes from here. Yeah, man, this is a crazy, wacky-ass film. It's kind of like, uh, let's, let's see if we can do it. And it's also, it's really cool for the writer to actually be able to step up and, and, and make this one happen. So, <laughs> I don't know, man. And, and especially to have something where uh, he's, been, he's been ahead of it the entire time. So, why not go, go all in and, and just go completely crazy? Yeah, it kind of felt, I'm just going to add to my statement. It felt... <laughs> <laughs> P.S. It felt like he, he watched the other movies before this one, and he was like, all right, I see what you guys have all done with what I've written, and now I'm going to like kind of try and do my own version of what I've been trying to say this entire time. That's that's what I felt from this movie. Yeah. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to get... <laughs> we're going to get a dude and a chick, and then I'm going to like you know jerk off into a cup, and then we're going to shoot it into this girl, and then she is going to have a baby, and then what we're going to do is we're going to take the baby, and we're going to take Glinda, uh, and then but put her. But someone into is taking pictures during all of this, just okay. at the same okay. time. And then we're going to be in there, and then we're going to be a happy family. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. His version. Of what everyone else has been trying to do with his... They're like, great idea. Let's do it. <laughs> I love that Chucky's got to jack off to uh, Fangoria. That's so perfect. I like that she shows... like she's like she's Oh, shows her doll like, boobs? Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's like, uh, he's like, can I get a little help over here? <laughs> you know, it is a sequel, you know. Oh, you know, this is the first uh, Child's Play film to feature nudity. Uh, the girl, uh, the mom in the shower. In the beginning of the scene, that's mm-hmm. the first time yeah. we've actually ever seen any nudity. Very any psycho falls out with the shower curtain. Yeah, breasticles out. <laughs> I did like the the way, like the falling through the with the shower curtain. I thought that was really cool. And I also will, would like to say that I appreciate the lack of female nudity that equals death in this series up until this point. <laughs> You know, I, I, I don't discriminate. You know, boobs out, penises out, you know, whatever. You know, I mean, it all equals death. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess, sure. It's just like I don't really see that many you know, dicks out and then dudes getting killed while they're You're naked. You're watching the wrong saying. slasher movies. Obviously, you've Clearly. never seen Sleepaway Camp. Clearly. See, if you saw Sleepaway Camp, you would get to see a hairy guy that's really small with a giant <laughs> wing. I'll send you a clip of... Of, uh, there's this really great RoboCop uh, remake scene that is a... hilarious. You didn't say dicks while death is happening? I'll send you a clip. That's what Jared's... I'll, I'll, I'll get you some stuff. Don't worry. All Don't right, worry. Great. This is really what I wanted from this segment was like, people just said dicks, so we're good. You just need more full, full, full front. All right, so it's not all going to be from my snuff film collection, but <laughs> most of it will be. There's a subreddit for that. <laughs> Chris, you want to go next or last? Uh, sure, I can go next. Um, there were a lot of fun moments in this film. I loved all of the dolls doing their doll 
psychoness together. Um, I hated the humans in this. They were terrible. <laughs> they didn't need to be on screen. They needed to be played by different people. Um, and the CTI was not great at all. Um, and I feel like, oh, and um, the, I feel like a lot of, uh, you know, obviously the like voodoo baby plot was answered. <laughs> But there was the whole other plot uh, that kind of fell apart. So, uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna oh, read it like somewhere like around a six or six point five. I don't know. What What about the uh, What about the the wardrobe? We haven't talked about any wardrobe in the. I really liked the wardrobe in Bride of Chucky, mostly because Jennifer Tilly, when she is Tiffany, um, before she becomes the doll, she has this really like very interesting kind of like retro kind of wardrobe. And then, um, oh, it's like a retro slash like leather goth thing going on. And I was kind of into it. Um all right, who, we know what kind of bars you hang out at. Who are the other, oh, um, I don't remember what the humans were wearing in the first one. And then in this one, in Seed of Chucky, I don't remember any outfits at all, which means that they probably weren't that great. So there we are. Where do you think Tiffany got her outfits at when she came out as bad, badass, you know, with the leather and oh i'm sure she has her like her barbie makeover and she's like eat your well, heart out barbie yeah. and bride yeah yeah yeah, the, yeah so the bride. first one she had a wedding dress on like the first tiffany doll she was a wedding dress yeah. with the black hair and then they bleached her black hair but left the the, the black roots just to make sure that she knew that she was bleached and they, <laughs> well, no, which i thought was good i thought was a great touch honestly i thought it was a great touch uh, and then she had like a black leather jacket on to make sure that you still got the same like leather goth thing going. And I don't know. But she also has that pinup moment where she's like, you know, to the neighbor boy, she's like, can you help me move this trunk? It's just so heavy. Right. And oh, yeah. I love, I love that, the dress that she's wearing in that too. Okay. Yeah. That, that's another thing. That guy, no way. I don't care like what. What girlfriend yeah. you have? If she's like straight up like rocking the car back and forth, it, yeah, you gonna what? You gonna take that girl? She's like, she's like, what are you, what are you, what are you doing later? <laughs> what are you, or no, she's like, what are you getting into later? What are you getting into <laughs> later? And he's like, I'm gonna get some ice cream, maybe. <laughs> some soft serve at TV, two CBY. I don't know. He's a teenager. He's full of hormones. Get the fuck out of Come my on. face with that shit. Come on. All I need is five hundred dollars, and I'm out of here. That's the most unreal, <laughs> <laughs> most unrealistic thing in Brian and Chucky, right there. Uh, all right, guys, I'm gonna give this movie um, a ten. I okay. think okay. it's really, really okay. fucking solid on its own. I do not franchise rating. I would probably drop it down to like a nine because it is a very hard watch. After watching the first Child's Play. You watch two, you watch three, even Bride of Chucky. When you get to this, this is something different. I actually took my wife. This is one of uh, one of the earlier <laughs> horror movies uh, we saw in Memphis when we first moved here. Um, we moved here in 2000. What was her reaction? <sighs> not very good. <laughs> she did not think it was funny at all. Um, just didn't get any of the jokes. Just thought it was just like extremely gory. Now, granted, she was in college at the time, but I mean, she was even questioning, like, is this Glenn and Glinda thing? Is this problematic or is this not? 
I don't see it that way. Um, and you know, rewatching it now, like she was like, okay, yeah, like, you know, this is a, this is a lot more fun than I remember. Maybe it was too much for the time, but in retrospect, looking at it right now, this is everything I kind of want in a in a Bride of Chucky sequel. This gives me like all the laughs, all the family dynamic. I am just dying laughing during this shit. Like Chucky's like, oh yeah, well I got a few skeletons in my closet. Don't cry too. Four people fall out. Yeah, it's like <laughs> machetes. What the hell? He's got like four or five people in there. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I loved I loved the line where the kid is like, "Why do you guys kill so many people?" And Chucky's like, "It's kind of just a hobby. <laughs> it's relaxing, you know. Sometimes you just need to you, you need to come down from your day. <laughs> it's not an addiction, okay? Don't don't put your stuff on me. I, look, Chucky knows what he wants. All right, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. No, I, I, is this a perfect movie? No, but there there's a lot of great things here. From a, from a first-time director, this is very impressive. This is shot better than... Um, oh, it's staged. It's shot. It's, it's way better than Chucky... Uh, not Chucky, but Child's Play 3. It just it oh, looks better sure. than that. And that that's a director that's done that multiple times. Ah, man, what he's bringing to the table here... Like, even Red's man, Red Man's death, at least his fucking dollies are moving in the right goddamn direction when he's cutting back and forth. <laughs> you know, that like Child's Play 3. Accurate. Yes. Were those guts a little too steamy? No, dude, I love so that, steamy. man. We don't we don't get steamy <laughs> guts, man. Come on, when they come out of your yeah. ear, 98.8 degrees. Come on, give it to me. You don't know how cold she keeps yeah, her house. Steamy. I'm just saying, you know, I don't know. It you see a little steam. Come on. Steamy scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pun one doesn't work <laughs> as good as, as it did earlier. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. With that, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. You want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the Movie Crew. Crew spelled C-R-E-W-E. That's right. Extra E at the end of the word crew at gmail.com. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod. Jared, where can the audience follow you? You can find me on Instagram at CheckTheGate, on Twitter at Jared B. Callen, or on Apple Podcasts with Tour Stories. Ooh, be sure to listen to that. And Kristen, where can the audience follow you? You can find me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. That's Kristen with a K and an I. And Grigsy, where can they follow you, good man? I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Grigsy Media, G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Elkins Edits. And we're going to close out the show tonight, uh, I guess, with Rob Zombie's Living Dead Girl. Uh, from Bride of Chucky soundtrack, although Chucky did rock out to White Zombie in the ca- in the van in the car, <laughs> as opposed to Rob Zombie. I'm just gonna p- throw that out there. That's that's the zombie I prefer as well. <gasps> Enjoy. Come on, Jared, throw a joke in. I got nothing. When you start throwing out love for Rob Zombie, I just stop. Who is this irresistible creature who has an insatiable love for the dead? Stages only one
Thank you. Kill. 